Hello, Internet, and welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 15. My name is Patrick. I am joined by... Kind of sucks, but we're down one, and I had all these good trio puns like I've been doing for the last couple episodes, but Seth and Steve, say hi, everyone. Hey, guys. Aren't we just a trio now? Like, the three of us? The Holy Trinity? Oh, I mean, maybe. But if, if we are, which which of us would be the ghost? Um, great question. Steve, it's when I'm done my... with him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> is that a promise there, big fella? Um, I'm an, uh, I went to a Catholic school growing up, so I think this is in that bad so territory. So you, you think you're a solid ghost ghost material? No, I'm daddy material, the father. <laughs> that is so much worse. <laughs> this is why we never give him the microphone. True. Let uh, Seth, let's just agree to disagree, and we'll just split the other two roles between us. Yeah, sure. Like, like you, you take sun on weekends. I'll take sun on like, uh, like weekdays, and we'll just, we'll just swap. So, so we're having a split custody on this uh, sun. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the joke. Yes. Would well, it have to depend on if the clouds are out though? <laughs> Why? Because he's talking the about the other sun. The S U N. Oh, okay, okay. Well, thoughts. Thanks for killing that. Uh, thanks for killing that, Steve. Anyway, uh, yes. As I said before, we are down a Josh this week. Um, basically, uh, a combination of bunch of things including australia being underwater if if my if my media sources are to be correct are you guys in fact broadcasting from the bottom of your local rivers no um footy's back so it doesn't really matter anymore <laughs> it's nothing else matters footy's back on the panthers back in force footy is playing in the rain tackling in the mud that's how god that's how god intended it to be played but it, it but it's back fellas it's back the panthers once again will have another premiership if you don't understand what that means tune into the national rugby league right now the panthers <laughs> are playing manly we've got this is now a sports podcast. Yeah, welcome to the sports <laughs> podcast. The, oh. This man is choosing to watch football while recording with the boys. I, I love that. I love that Steve's going for the overlap niche market of people that are really into rugby league in Australia and gamers. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much of an overlap that actually is. Yeah, it's. I think it's just one of those things that like everybody loves rugby league. I don't. Everybody loves video Not games. In New Zealand. Yeah. Look at me, I'm the All Blacks. I play funny rugby. New Zealand has like one team for rugby league because that's all they care enough to do. It's true. It's true. More than and, WA, uh, but... It's true. Like... WA wants to be its own country, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, if they need a league team, uh, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> You're offering to play or coach? <laughs> Neither. I just <laughs> I just want the, the fat paycheck at the end of the day. Um, hopefully Josh is back with us next week. We'll have to wait and see. Um, feel free to send in messages of, uh, support. Don't write it in paper. It will get washed away, but emails and texts appreciate it. Uh, I guess might as well just turn that into the plug now. Um, you can reach us at Fast Travel Lounge on Twitter, minus one of the L's, Fast Travel Lounge on Facebook, and Fast Travel Lounge at gmail.com. Uh, so for this week, um, chances are it's going to be a bit of a continuation of last week with Pretty much the entire planet still playing Elden Ring. Uh, but notably, we have the Kirby demo out we're going to discuss. That'll be fun. Uh, again, kind of a shame Josh isn't here because... Wow, he was so looking forward to that. Like, the, the, the glint in his eye when he, when, he, when he woke up and played the Kirby demo. Ah, love to see it. Uh, but, uh, outside of that, we can continue the part twos that we set up in episode 14. Uh, this will be a minor spoiler for people that haven't listened to episode 14. We're going to do some tech talk. Uh, with the boys uh we'll start with seth you set up that you had to do a crazy roundabout detour uh all over australia tour to get to the samsung guy down the road uh do you have an update for us i do not because the guy hasn't rang me yet 
I purposely put it off because uh, ringing Kim because I wanted to say uh, tune in next week for an update when I do ring him. But I have a Krispy Kreme story if that counts. Oh boy, that's what we're here for. <laughs> I'll be honest, I was looking more forward to the Krispy Kreme story than whatever the hell you were going to talk about with Mr. Samsung anyway, so I'm all for it. Let's go. Okay, so everyone knows that Elden Ring's come out and is a massive hit, so my brother, instead of uh, playing Elden Ring, wants to play the Dark Souls games. And there's a trilogy collection on PS4, which makes it very easy to get. So um, I went to EB Games to find out if they would ship from another store because we saw it was in stock, but in another store, nowhere close to here. They said, no, we can't because it's, uh, it's uh, you can only order in it when it's from a factory. So dejected, I left. But there's a Krispy Kreme at, uh, at the local supermarket where uh, the <laughs> I EB love Games that that was is. all preamble for why you wound up at a Krispy Kreme. Holy yes, it was. Shit. <laughs> it was. So God, that is some masterful storytelling. Please, I need to know what happens next. Dejected and upset, I went to Krispy Kreme and ordered the ten dollar two donuts and one milkshake. And because of Steve's Choice. story. Oh. Wait, 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 because this is this is like the, the tie-in from episodes ago when, when Steve realized that you could do a milkshake deal. Yeah, exactly. That's the and, same one. Oh my god, extended Krispy Kreme universe confirmed. That's amazing. But because of um, because of Steve's uh, crimes against chalky milk, I decided against that and got a strawberry milkshake instead of a chocolate milkshake, which still got- Shut the fuck up. I'm not going to sit here and listen to someone who prefers <laughs> strawberry milk. Oh, I, I don't. That was a Josh take of chalky milk. I don't prefer strawberry milk, but I was still feeling the the side effects of your chalky milk and chocolate uh, the milk cereal discussion that i i just couldn't stomach it that day and i had to go with strawberry milk Fair that's the most disgusting story i've ever heard in my entire life should be embarrassed <laughs> well i'm i'm uh i'm i'm i think you know if i'm gonna get if i'm gonna get like a like a what do you got like primo you got primo in australia like the ham <laughs> the ham yeah yeah the chocolate milk ham yeah Oh, no, like there's uh, like a brand of like ham called Primo. Is that what you're talking about? Do you have like a ham chocolate milk? What's wrong milk with you? Brands. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, like a hammy milk. Is that what you're trying to get at? Is a hammy milk a super stop or a cereal? This. Stop this, please. We need to stop Steve right now. Um, <laughs> Seth, what what what's the what's the general name brand chocolate milk you have in Australia? Uh, oak. <laughs> okay, I don't know what the fuck that is. It sounds like a tree or someone who wants to give me a Gen One starter. Um, <laughs> no, so in in New Zealand, if I'm gonna go get chocolate milk, I uh, well, if I'm gonna go get flavored milk, I'll go get chocolate milk. But there is a still there's got to be a special place in in the uh, in the clogged artery that is near my heart uh, for some strawberry milk. Uh, particularly if it's like if it's if they're doing something fancy with it, I prefer strawberry milk because it's it's usually like a small amount. But if you're going for like you know, you, you got like a large thing of chalky milk in the uh, in the fridge to last you, you know, most people a week, me a couple of days. Uh, got, got to be chocolate. Otherwise, you just get sick on the strawberry. Uh, thoughts? I agree. Yeah, I agree. I can agree with that. I also, I'm also very partial to banana milk as well. Okay, now that that's just fucked. Every day we stray further away from God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, banana... Banana just seems like, like, you know, if all the supermarket had left was banana milk, yeah, fine. But it just seems like a subpar choice compared to the, the goaded flavors of strawberry and chocolate. It is a subpar choice, but I still like it, like, once every year, basically. I buy my milk oh, when it's, okay. like, on special, so I get, like, two liters for $1.50. But it always goes off the next day. Who says it survives the next day? True. You ever seen a man true. drink two liters of chalky milk in 10 minutes? <laughs> yes, Vortex I have. it, vortex it. <laughs> I- Vortex. 
<laughs> Shotgun a two-liter bottle of chucky milk. How good! All right, and and it seems like we're back on the same page because I also happen to know uh, the 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 ways of the Vorteki. Uh, that I actually thought was a New Zealand thing. I had no idea you guys knew what that was in Australia. Yeah, no, yeah, we much the same culture. Yeah, we've we've had it here for quite a while. Just just like Pavlova, eh? You gotta you gotta see what New Zealand's doing and go. I'll have me some of that. What do you mean? We we made it first. Give me some number eight wire in a Vorteki. <laughs> Pavlova and Lovingsons, both Australian creations. What are you talking you're about? Filthy, you're filthy thieves. <laughs> you can have Lovingsons. I'm not going to contest that. But Pavlova, Pavlova is ours, mate. Pavlova with some kiwi fruit on it. You, you don't have Pavlova with Australia fruit, do you? Let's be real. Isn't, isn't kiwi a bird? Yeah, <laughs> and it's, a it's fruit. A, it's, it's a bird very that can't fly. It's a really bad bird. All right, it's been uh, 10 minutes and 30 seconds. I'm calling in on the off-topic <laughs> chat. I'm so lost. Where are we? <laughs> There's, there's, wait, no, no, okay, okay. Well, let's 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 just get back on topic then. So, so, Seth, the, the the strawberry, the strawberry milkshake that you got, did that make you feel less sad and dejected? It it did, yes. And the donuts also helped. I got two glazed donuts because that is the best option from Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I believe Agree, that. Actually, as long as you're not getting those blazed donuts, eh? <laughs> what time was it? I I'm refusing to acknowledge <laughs> him, Patrick. Let's let's move on to something else. Well, unfortunately, the other thing we have to move on to. As, as Steve's friend's cursed rice cooker. <laughs> so it's not going to get any better for the next five minutes. Steve, what's the latest? Did, did your friends survive? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I just got a, a, a priority message from them just before recording that they just had a big bowl of fried rice that was made from it. Um, mwah, molto bene. Did, did, did the rice speak to them in, in the cursed language? Uh, not, from, not from any of the Snapchats that I got. Um, it does make a big beeping noise when it's ready, though, and that was the... Wasn't sure if that was a whole bomb thing going off, so that was a bit spooky. But were, were there any sparks flying as it was plugged in? No, it wasn't. Um, and uh, I heard they were very watchful of it. They even did like a test run of it just to make sure it heated up at the start. But it's all it's all, so, all, all all quiet, all quiet, and all, the rice is good. The rice is hot. The rice is cooked, which is more important. Oh, cooked. Well, that that's important. Um, did you get Krispy Kreme afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. There was no there was no Krispy Kreme. Near the rice cooker. So and so it, you just felt sad and dejected eating fried rice. Did you have any of Brock's patented uh, uh, jelly-filled donuts? I should have. My frying pan became a drying pan after I finished frying up the rice. Right, well, now that we've uh, closed the loop on uh, part two for uh, Steve's Steve's friend's cursed rice cooker. Uh, yeah, Steve's my got, friend, friend. Yeah, yeah, and, we, and we've got uh, part three coming up from Seth. Uh, I guess that takes us straight to around the lounge. Uh, I think I've probably given away most of what will come up, but just in case, Seth, what have you been up to this week? I played a lot of Elden Ring, and right before recording, I did some homework and played the Kirby demo. <laughs> that, that was the required reading for this week, so thank you for following through. Uh, Steve, what about you? Um, yeah, still um, fighting the uphill battle of Dark Souls. Uh, played a bit of Super Mega Baseball, uh, and also played oh, the Kirby yeah. demo. Yeah, you alluded to that at the end of uh, episode 14. Shout out to 14. Uh, go back and listen to it if you haven't. Uh, great episode. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, one of, one Nothing of best, but bangers probably. from us. Yeah. You know, if I if I had a, if I had a dollar for, for every episode we've done, I'd have $14. 15 That's now. That's a lot of money. <laughs> 16 if you Please. include that spoiler cast. <laughs> true, true. Keep demanding it. If everybody writes on our Facebook page, it'll get done. We're, we're holding it hostage. And, and, and you know what I can do with those $15? 
I can go to Krispy Kreme and buy a two donut milkshake combo for 10 bucks. <laughs> and you have $5 change. You're almost halfway to another one. We're done with yeah. Grace. <laughs> I could buy two half donuts and <laughs> half a milkshake. We found we found a loop. <laughs> we have, we have. Um, okay, so uh, why don't... So I think Kirby is probably going to be the, the thing we discuss the most and that's the thing we have the biggest overlap with. Shall we continue with your Dark Souls chat, Steve? And then Elden Ring from Seth and then Super Mega Baseball and then Kirby. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, sounds fine. I agree. I, I'll, I'll allow it. You'll allow it? Excellent. Yeah. Well, so what have you been up to in Dark Souls? Um, so it turns out I've been playing a lot of Souls games wrong. Um, you can't um, you can't become a jack of all trades, and that's sort of for some reason why I, I try to do all my builds in. Everyone does that their first time. Yeah, but I, but I finished Dark Souls 2, 3, and Bloodborne doing roughly the same sort of thing. Um, and even though I wrote, like, I read a bunch of, like, guides and stuff, it never really clicked, um, but a good friend of the podcast, Tom, he sort of told me just to put all my points into strength, carry a big club, and just roll out, roll at things, and you'll be bonking out of the way. And that's essentially what I did. Um, I even got to the point where uh, Ornstein and Smog, the the terrors of my my youth, which I could not get past before, I literally beat them in the first try. Congratulations. You got good. We're, we're coming off the chat of you being unable to use Ironclad to Ungabunga your way through Slay the Spire, yet here you are Ungabungering your way through Dark Souls. A different type of game. It's it's great character development from you, Steve. You'll love to see it. It's just, my heart was at probably 150 beats per minute during that fight. <laughs> Health got a bit low. Like, and I think I only had like one Estus slice left, and I'm like, Ooh, I'm nearly there. And then I did it. I mean, it wasn't as hard as I remembered, but like... Yeah, like I, d- I definitely appreciate things that go like that, where just you, like some combination of being older, being wiser, um, being more efficient with your time, you just come back to something that just walled you as a kid and you beat it without nearly as much effort as you were as you were like preparing yourself for. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it was good. And even like um, getting up to it, like in Anor Orlando, there's a bit of like shitty parts, like a bit of arches on like rooftops that sort of give you grief. They didn't give me that much grief. Um, but then a bit later on, I did lose about like 80,000 souls just fucking around. Um, but look, it is what it is. Oh, did you put it into crypto? Souls. Oh, that's gone to the moon. It's not a loss if you don't take it out. <laughs> it's, only, it's only a loss if you don't go back and retrieve it, right? <laughs> so, so there are these things called no, NFTs, right? Yeah, yeah no, no. We're, we're staying, staying out of that shit. Um, is 80,000 a lot in, in Dark Souls 1? Yeah. Oh, from with the part I was at, it was about like, six levels which is oh. okay. and i think it was it was like i beat one boss uh and then i got invaded and then i beat like another boss and it was just sort of the way i was like no no i'll just i'll just go and i'll do it at the next bonfire and then i fucked up and because i was like two bonfires away by the time i got there i was like fuck and then i just got fucking i got i got hit and i was like close to an edge and i fell off the edge and i'm like okay i'm putting the game down um <laughs> I'm gonna have need to go work stroke. off that anger. Oh, I just nearly had a stroke. I just needed to shut the eyes for a bit. Yeah, fair. Uh, so where does that put you relative to beating Dark Souls One now? Then, um, I think I'm past halfway. Like, you've, I've got to click like four lords, and I think I'm just up to this. I beat the first one, the Four Kings, and I think I'm up to the second, which is like the Lord of Chaos or something like that. It's a big tree thing. It's weird. Um, I got off to it and died once, and I was like, "No, nah, I'll get it later." Um, but I think I'm I'm getting there. I'm I'm getting there. Probably this time next week I'll be finished. I oh. got good. 
can't wait to hear it. Seth, is there anything that you've played? Not necessarily recently, but like anything that you've done where like you come back to a game that, that wall you as a kid and you finally like kick the boss's ass? I feel like I have. It's just not coming to mind at the moment. I did mention last week that um, as a kid, uh, I had troubles with a boss because I couldn't button match as a kid. Uh, that was for uh, Prince of Persia 2008. And I ended up doing a replay of that game a couple of years later and I was able to just get through it all on my own. So that's something, I guess. Okay. You weren't a kid in 2008. I was You're like a teenager. I was 14. That's a kid. Teenagers mm. are still kids by my eyes. I mean, he had the reading level of a nine-year-old, so I mean, you know, still what, does. what counts as a kid, you know? It still does. Yeah. <laughs> What's reading? Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so I, I have one, but it, it's real dumb. It's real dumb because it's Ratchet and Clank 3, and for whatever reason, uh, there was there was a game that I really want. This is So cast your mind back to uh, the glorious days of Blockbuster, when you could like rent video games for a weekend. Is that, is that ringing any bells? Yep, I, I did that uh-huh. a lot when I was 14 as well. Bring yep, it back. Yep. So I, did, I, did, I did that quite a bit too. Quite a bit too. Uh, and so there was a game that I actually wanted to play, and I don't remember what it was. And I played Ratchet & Clank 2 and really liked it, and they had Ratchet & Clank 3. So it wasn't even my first choice, but I picked it up, and you could only hire it for the weekend. It was like a, like a two-day hire. And so I tried to get as far as I could in those two days. And I got to shoot it's the the planet with the sewers and the the large green large green monsters oh uh, yep i remember I'm pretty that. sure that's i'm pretty sure that's ration clank too but for whatever reason i i still can't figure out what it was the large the large green thing in the sewer that all you have to do is just run like towards the camera just run away from it i couldn't do it and it would just kill me every time and i swore it was like glitched or something because i was just incapable of doing it so it gave me great pleasure confusingly when i went back and played the uh, ratchet and clank collection on vita and i was able to just do it and not even take notice of it because it's not a boss you're actually just supposed to run away from it but i just i for whatever reason i just couldn't do it when i rented it all those years ago so that that's that's my uh my contribution to the topic i just remembered one thanks to that and it's um in crash bandicoot 3 i could not beat the engine boss fights that, that was just very hard for me as a kid, and now I can do that flawlessly. Did you just make the price of gas go through the roof, and then it just starved and died? No, it's more, I just, um... I get it. I just learned how to play a shooter. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you just learn how to play, that's it. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> no, that's cool. So, um, yeah, any, any... I don't know, um, does, does... Uh, has, has your opinion changed on Dark Souls 1, having played more of it now, or you're still just nah, going through it? It's still great. I still love it. I'd still recommend it. Like I got the yeah. remastered one. It's I think I got it for like 15, 17 bucks. It's probably probably even cheaper now. Like if if, if you have been got getting if you have gotten into Elden Ring and you're looking at getting into any of the Dark Souls games. And you want an objectively worse experience. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Depends who you talk to, I guess. It's a, yeah, a shorter experience at the very least. Or like one of the first experiences. So I'd highly recommend. Go back to where it all began. Demon Souls, yes. <laughs> Not to the good one where it all began. Demon Souls, yes. Steve's thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, annoyingly, we don't have Josh to break the tie, and I refuse to get involved. So, uh, thank you for that, Steve. Uh, we look forward to hearing more about your Dark Souls One adventures uh, next week. But in the meantime, I guess we get to move on to. Uh, rated E for everyone Elden Ring. Uh, Seth, wh- what are you? What have you been up to 
uh, in the week since. Uh, yeah, I'm at about 45 hours now in that game, and I've done a lot more since then. I think last time I had beaten the first Lord, and I was on my way to the second. Uh, not Lord's Arm, Shardbearers. I've beaten the second and third Shardbearers now, and I'm a good chunk of the way through a very meaty side quest. Uh, not going into spoilers too much. Um, I'm, yeah, just, I'm getting pretty deep into that game now. I think I'm probably at about the halfway point, though. <laughs> uh, so, I guess we could probably do a brief summation. So, 45 hours in, uh, give us your, give us your class, your, your approximate level, your favorite weapon, or the weapon that you're currently using, and the next thing on your to-do list. Uh, so right now, uh, so I started off as a bandit, which was a dex and uh, arcane class. I've left arcane about where it is, uh, upgraded a little bit, but I've gotten, uh, I've pumped up my um, endurance, my strength, my vigor, and my uh, dexterity, so I can use some of the weapons that I want to use while having some health and stamina to back that up. Um, at the moment, I'm using the uh, uh, I think it's called the uh, the hound blade hound sword or something. It's a very big curved great sword that um has a it's the ash of war is that you'll do a swing forward and do a backflip so that you do a big swing and then <laughs> evade. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's been a very useful move to have. But my actual favorite weapons uh, to use are um uh, the claws, the dual wielding claws because they do they do very quick damage and um. They, they quickly build up blood damage, so things just explode when you're using that. And on my list at the moment is, I'm actually, like, near the end of that side quest that I just mentioned. I met, I just went into this uh, new area that's, uh, uh, looks pretty terrifying, <laughs> because it's full of Scarlet Rot. So, uh-huh. yes. And what is Scarlet Rot? Um, uh, it's for the same friend that wanted the rice cooker. It's it's kind of the same thing as like the poison or the insanity sort of buildups, but as far as I can tell, Scarlet Rot when it builds up is just a one shot kill. Jesus! Oh, so it's sort of like curse then, or oh, curse in Dark Souls one, I guess. Yeah, I'd guess so. Uh, just out of curiosity, did did your friend's uh, fried rice taste anything like what Scarlet Rot's been described as? Because that might be a reason to put it back outside. I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying maybe consider it. Mm, no, don't think so. Good, good, fair enough. It, it, it's a, it's safe. <laughs> For now. For now, yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a poison build-up we don't know about but... yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough. But yeah. Um, uh, that's cool, that's cool. I, I actually also want to say that I think last week I said I'd give it at an, about an 8.5, but the third boss was like... It, was like such a high caliber for me and there's some really cool stuff about it i'm going to actually go and bump that up to a nine now hey mm. so Super i cool boss joined... versus shitty horse combat there we go we got to see the the real winner yeah, yeah. boy give, give me some really cool things to get excited about and i will bump that score up <laughs> and i will and i will not worry about the fact that the horse doesn't work <laughs> the horse works it's just kind of meh so i uh I have been... So I played Confessor, which is a mix of something in Faith. I actually don't know what the other primary would be. Was it Intelligence? No, it definitely wasn't Intelligence. I'm dumb as a <laughs> brick. And it's not much better in, in uh, Elden Ring either. Um, 
I oh shoot might have been strength maybe maybe going for like intelligence uh, melee weapons no faith faith, faith melee um, oh oh yeah oh, right right sorry faith yes yeah 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 it was a big big fighter boy but also gotta have faith um he so was a I... fighter boy he said see you later boy <laughs> his dex wasn't high enough for her um <laughs> i uh i'm actually quite proud of that um yeah, i've been <laughs> thanks i've been using a, a morning star as my weapon of choice for most of the game oh, but nice. i finally finally had enough faith that i was able to uh be able to equip and use the winged scythe which i've absolutely fallen in love with so much so that i'm now used to the spacing of the scythe which meant that when i swapped back to the morning star briefly i couldn't hit shit i was just <laughs> missing every it was just you were, you were just a slight step like too far away <laughs> yeah, i really was it was awful um but i am level 52 ish and i'm at about 30 six hours in 36 37 hours in yeah you I've you caught up in time very quickly to me please, please don't please don't put that out publicly full-time job <laughs> you just did really good time time moves faster in new zealand we're two hours ahead all right don't worry about it um i um what was the thing that i did most recently i went through a i went through a spoopy boopy haunted house uh that was really cool. Really liked that, actually. Yeah, um, I, I really liked that area as well. Lo- lots of up- lots of hands to catch. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, and next thing up on my list is... Like... Hmm, it's it's actually trying to find the second Lord, <laughs> I think. Because <laughs> I've, I've, I've explored what I think is the extent of the map that I have unlocked. Not that I've found everything in there, but in terms of I just haven't found any new areas in a long time. I've just been scouring what I've already found. Uh, and some combination of finding a new area slash finding where I've just missed the second Lord. And fighting a couple dragons is on my list of things to do. But yeah, really fun. I am um, i don't think I'd address my score. I think I gave it a 9.5. It's still a very, very good game. Uh, I think what I will change from my from what I said last week is that I I think last week I said that I wasn't super enamored with the gameplay loop compared to something like Monster Hunter. I think I've fallen a little bit more in love with that now, and I I think that's more on the back of it opening up a little bit more and having enough points that I can more freely swap weapons, even though I haven't. Or uh, I think especially being able to swap into more of the like magic-y type stuff that I don't typically go for in in um, third-person action adventures like this. I don't typically pick the the ranged option, but here it's been cool. It's just playing playing slightly differently. So I think it's definitely sucked me in a bit more than last week, uh, but I'm okay with that. It might also just come down to now that you're able to use that siphon found a weapon you really like, it's just clicking a bit more. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a part of it. And, oh, we'll say, horse combat with a scythe, much better than horse combat with a morning star. Yeah, I can imagine. I'll, I'll, I've, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've been, uh, uh, I've got a longsword now. Uh, horse combat with a longsword is much better than it is with a rapier. Can you use a greatsword from the horse? Yeah. Do, like, is it one-handed? Like, how does that work? Yeah, they just, well, mine isn't, like, a big greatsword. Mine's oh, just, right. like, a very long big sword but yeah it's just swings at one-handed because hmm. i mean i I've, I've also been using the the scythe one-handed because i quite like having a shield on the other hand but uh you know i mean it's it's a scythe people do wield them one-handed they're not big heavy weapons but some giant heavy greatsword i imagine would be a lot harder to use <laughs> use single-handed 
That also does remind me that I've got this very big hammer that I am not going to use for a long time because it's got like 45 strength I think it needed to be used. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, like, um, it's like the, uh, the the Monster Hunter, like the Iron Hammer, which is just like 20 iron strapped to a stick. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and Isn't I'm it the like, Berserk Sword? The, Berg, the Berserk Sword is in this game as well, yes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen all the pictures for it. It looks fucking sick. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the strength is for that. Probably a million. It, it does have a um, it does have a description though that says that to wield it you need like inhuman strength, which is a pretty good call to your berserk. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, what about what about tarnished strength? Maidens? <laughs> no, maiden less. Oh. If you have too many maidens, they distract you and you're no longer able to to lift it. Oh, is that how it works? That's what I've been told. Um, that that went on I, that went I on just long enough for me to, to be able to tell you that it requires thirty one strength. Hey, there we go. Oh, that's, oh, that's cool. That's, that's a fair amount. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not that far off it if I just wanted to spec into strength because I'm at about twenty five strength now. Oh, so yeah. six more levels into strength would be able to wield it. Sweet. Uh, any other things you want to add to Elden Ring? No, I'm pretty okay with that. Like, yeah, uh, I've seen a bunch of cool things now, and it's. The horse combat still is kind of a bummer to me, but everything else in the game is, like, immaculate, and they've done such a good job with their first open-world game that it's it's insane how well they've done. I, I'm also laughing at all the Western game developers getting absolutely angry with this game for some reason. Yeah, yeah the Horizon. Like like, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. the Horizon the Hor games. It's like a curse of the popularity thing. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it does, well, from my understanding, it does something different. Like, it isn't like, oh, go to this area, climb a tower, unlock more of the map, collect bullshit um, collectibles for no reason. Like, fun combat. Like, it's it seems it pushes the genre a bit. Like, it's not an open world for the sake of an open world. I, like, it's incorporated that into I the saw, game. I saw a Ubisoft developer complaining that you have to go into the equipment menu to change your equipment rather than going in your inventory. Which what? Is, it's a you, very you know weird a, complaint. If Ubisoft is complaining about it, then you're on the right track. Like, sleep to that. Man, I, I had no idea games? that Elden Ring was actually such a shit game because of that menu overlap. Damn. Yeah, I know. Um, who who wants a menu that filters out all the useless junk when you want to equip <laughs> equipment? <laughs> where, where where are all the collectibles that I found from climbing to the top of the fucking towers, though? Um, do you remember what some of the tweets were from the Horizon devs, just to give our lovely listeners some context? I don't, but a lot of it was I'm um, complaining about quest design and uh, U UX design, which, to to be that person, UX is for user experience, not user interface. U the UI complaints people are mentioning is part of user experience, but um, yeah, most of the complaints are about like trying to make the game uh, readable to people and like a good time for people. So, like, maybe having quest logs and stuff is what they're getting at, but that seems to be yeah, the that's point. A very big cop out. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost like as if, if you read the dialogue and actually sort of keep track of what's going on in the game yourself without being uh, led along. Yeah, not having your screen covered with so many compasses and stuff that, like, oh, go here, go climb this. It's just oh, like, you, it's you know, you so open like and like. Million, yeah, you don't have 20 million icons saying, oh, you got to collect this collectible. It's like, oh, do I? Yeah, no, it's it's a very it's a very well made game. <laughs> I feel like there is a valid middle ground there, though. In that, I've talked to a lot of NPCs. You could ask me, have you spoken to this NPC? I wouldn't have a clue. I'd just fifty-fifty it. Probably no, given how lo how much I've played the game and how big it is. But I think having a log, at least, of NPCs you've talked to, or the last thing that a particular NPC has said to you, would be helpful. 
because the number of times where it's like, you know, sitting in Discord with, with, with the boys, playing a bit of Elden Ring, and it's like, oh, have you not spoken to that person? Like, yeah, I have. Why? Like, oh, they should be standing right in front of you, like, right now. Like, oh, but they're not, because I haven't done some collect 17 mushrooms and deliver the, the sacred key of Ra's al Ghul. Uh, you know, to get them to, to move location slightly. Yeah, I there, there is a point to that, but I also think, like, as you interact with the characters more and more, you just become familiar with them. Like, at the beginning of the game, I wouldn't be able to tell you some of the character names, but now I'm like, I really like Roger, I'm, I, I really like D. Don't know who that is. Don't know uh, who that is. I like Fia yeah, I think a means, lot. I think he means D's nuts. <laughs> uh, Re- Renny Pro- probably is, does. Renny is a really good character. Um, yeah, so, Rainy like, balls. like, is, uh, you're, you're right in that having a journal of, um, who all these NPCs are would be really good to, um, keep track of things, but at the same time, as you keep playing, you just kind of become accustomed to who these characters are and start learning more about them, and, like, they just take up space in your, in your memory now, and you know the, what their deal is. The only NPC I like is EG. EG's my boy. I EG, love EG is EG is very good. And see, you 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 know his name. You know what yeah, he looks like. Yeah, but that's like. it. You you know how many NPCs there are. Like EG's only like EG is very distinctive. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yes, EG, EG EG is very distinctive. I could I could pick EG out of a crowd. <laughs> I can't say that about all of them. <laughs> there um, he is, twenty feet away. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's cool. I'm sure we're gonna. I'm sure this is gonna be a revolving thing because I don't plan on. I haven't. I haven't been rushing Elden Ring by any means. I think I'm starting to fall slightly behind in terms of playtime and what other people have done for that playtime. But yeah, I feel I, like we're gonna be getting fairly regular updates every I, week on. What I we've want been up to, to be, try and be done by next recording because what? another game is coming out next Friday that I'm very interested in. I mean, one of our one of our mutual friends beat it on a playtime of 81 hours you just want to just casually put the 36 hours between now and next recording in to uh to just clock the game out hey patrick do you want to edit this podcast while i play all weekend (laughs) (laughs) you can do two things at the same time can't you how can i really edit the podcast just release it unedited the raw version (laughs) the the real boss fights fighting uh adobe um uh is it adobe audition yeah 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 joke the joke would have gone so much better if I had that figured out beforehand. Uh, better luck next time. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I'll just uh, I'll just respawn at the grace and try again. Touch um, grace. <laughs> touch grace. Uh, no, thank you for that, Seth. Uh, I think we'll probably end up concluding the chat here. As I say, I'm sure we will hear more about it soon enough and whether you end up finishing it by next week, which... God, I hope uh, so. You could. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, flicking it back to you, Steve, you've been playing some baseball. Yeah, baseball. Super Mega Baseball 3. Um, don't know why I said it in that voice. That was pretty weird. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry to anyone listening that was offended by that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, tell it's, tell it's me like, about baseball, Steve. Um, so how familiar are you guys with baseball? I have a basic knowledge of baseball. I get it. Yeah. Basic because there's three bases. Yeah, you, Good one. You trying to make a bit out of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Very. Very little. I, I'm. I think at one stage I actually knew a decent amount of it, but. I just like baseball is like a non-existent sport in New Zealand, so just don't yeah, have so, the exposure really. Yeah, pretty much the same in Australia as well. Yeah, but, we have so softball think, instead. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, we do too. <laughs> I think it's just a low-energy um, baseball. You have to worry about. Anyway, um, 
So this is a Super Mega Baseball 3 came out on Game Pass like uh, last week, maybe the week before. And I'm a really big fan of the, the Super Mega Baseball series. Like it's fairly, it's it's very funny, very comedic, doesn't take itself seriously. It's a non-simulation sports game. So you always sort of know that you, it's just gonna, you're in it for a fun time, not because you love the game type of thing. It's got a bunch of, I think it's got like 12 or 13 or so teams and some of them are pretty funny. Like there's the Hot Corners, which is like a a corn on fire team. There's the Herbivores, which is like an angry Stegosaurus. There's the Bee Wolves, which is a sick sounding team. And there's also Nemesis, which is like an eagle. It's it, it's all pretty sick. I assume um, there's human players though, right? Like you're not actually yeah. playing baseball with Stegosaurus. No, 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 no. no. So... Uh, the I'd buy human... that game right now, like like while recording, no, if that were the no. case. Oh, I wish. Um, but they do have... So it is like human-based players, but they like have exaggerated features. Like they'll, like one guy might have like a, a chest that's like very big and then might also, you might have also have like a little girl on your team or it, it sort of Oh, doesn't... I see. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those games, eh? Like it doesn't really care about more of the physique of the humans is the fact that there are humans there and it's like sort of mixed gender, which makes it like a, a bit more like ref- maybe refreshing is not the right word, but it's the only word that's <laughs> Makes it like me. what, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> makes it more equal, right? Let me, let me just, let me just whip out this grenade real quick and toss it to you. <laughs> um, but it, it's good. You've got like a very diverse sort of cast as well. And I'm not really sure how the, because there is a character creator and you can go in and create your own characters and your own team and even your own team emblems and team names, which is pretty cool. And I haven't really dove into that yet. And I honestly probably won't. Um, but there's so a lot this, of... This sounds like, um, I, I swear this isn't going to be a long tangent, but one of my favorite PC games back when I was a kid was called Backyard Soccer. And they all, they actually did a game called Backyard Baseball, which I, I played the demo of because I didn't I, I was poor and I didn't have the the full game of it. But Backyard Soccer sounds kind of like it with like mixed like mixed gender teams, doesn't take itself too too seriously, kind of cartoony, um, blown up features. But it was real and invi- like it was real fun uh, to play as a kid because it was all like bright lights and colorful, and it had just like a banging sound. Like every character had their own theme music. It actually sounds like Super Mega Baseball might kind of be touching on similar sort of points. Yeah, I, it sort of sounds sort of similar. Um, probably not with that, the theme music or anything. But, like, there are announcers that sort of call out the names and you've got, like, uh, names like Beefcake Nacho or Chug Burgundy <laughs> or... It's just... It's really... I'm not really sure if those are random generated names because those are just the names that I've sort of found in my, like, sort of playthrough... But I'm not really sure that, if they're that, random generated. My, uh, or... that, that's just what the game generated when I told them about my physique. Yeah, you send a picture of yourself in, and that's what they give you, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it's it someone's email address. <laughs> and essentially, it's just literally the ball goes down, you hit the ball, or you don't hit the ball. Like it's pretty simple. There are you, there is sort of a diversity in like sort of how you throw the ball. You've got like curved balls and fast balls and seam balls and et cetera, et cetera. And if you don't hit the ball, sort of like within sort of a range, it's not going to go anywhere. Can but you do like the it's... old uh, wipe some of the wax off your hair and, and shine the ball on one side for more spin? <laughs> no, you can't. Um, well, not, not that I found yet. Maybe there's like a mega cheat mode that you can use for yeah. that. <laughs> uh, look for the setting called ball tampering, probably under there. Yeah, uh, but it's it's just fun. It's it's mindless fun. Like it's I'll probably play two or three sort of uh, 
games, and then I'll be like, okay, cool, like I'm I'm done, like I don't feel like I need to play anymore. Like it's yeah. How how long does a game go? So it depends. So it can take uh, depending on like how good you are at getting the other. So to, so baseball games like nine innings. So it's essentially you have like one inning is someone like a pitcher throwing to get the other team out or three players from the other team out. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that can be really easy. That can take be like three minutes if you just three strikes and you're out and you do that three times and that, that's it. That's it. That can be a couple minutes. Other times if you're getting a bunch of hits in and you're loading the bases up or you're getting a lot of foul balls because you can't go out on a foul ball. Um, it counts as an out, but you can't like be out on a foul ball. Well, you, you, you can't take the walk? So you can take a walk, but that's only on four balls, if oh. that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, four yeah. ball errors as opposed to four hitting errors, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, gotcha. I'm probably doing an absolute fucking shit job of explaining it. <laughs> I like how I started this with me with me saying I know nothing about baseball and I'm just, just whipping out the old baseball Yeah, facts. no, you're doing oh, good, yeah. yeah. All coming back to me. Totally not just reading off Google on another screen. Hey, it's, hey look, it's long as Hey, I believe you. Yeah, um, <laughs> my my friend is doing the reading for me. Yeah, yes, your friend. <laughs> same with the rice. Yeah, same along the rice cooker, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, your sorry, friend so that actually knows about... everything about baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 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 D- Datrick is a is a massive baseball fan. Uh, Zach, <laughs> you're you're about to say something like five minutes ago, and I cut you off. What, what were you gonna What were you gonna ask? Oh no, I was just going to mention that like I'm also a very big fan of like these more arcade sports games rather than the sim ones. Because yeah, yeah, like 100%. like Steve says, they're just they're just a lot of fun to play. They're they're less serious. Um, they're less like try to get everything as accurate as possible. You can just go nuts with them. Yeah, and it does have like a, a so their version of difficulty is called like an ego meter, and it goes from like literally one, which is like they literally just throw it down the middle, and as long as you sort of press the button within a five second window, you'll hit it. To like 99 ego, which is like, yeah, good luck. It's hitting the speed of sound. Um, and if you don't time <laughs> it exactly right, you're not touching that ball. Um, and I, no, what do you mean? I played the, the first two Super Mega Baseballs. I'm going to set it up to 50 and I got flogged like 12 runs to zero, which is like pretty Damn. big difference in baseball. I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn this down. So I turned it down to like 35. Then I got flogged like, well, I didn't get flogged, but it was like five to three. Um, and then I turned it down to 30. And then I got like, I was up by six. So, it's sort of like a fine tuning thing. Like every point oh, sort of does make the, like the does make the AI. doesn't work quite like how you think it might. No, it doesn't. I thought it was like every ten levels would sort of be a different uh, tier sort of thing, but it it isn't. It's a it sort of changes the AI in weird ways that I don't really understand. But it, but it is sort of fun, and I'm, and the, they've had the ego meter since like the first one that I've played, and I always remembered like I started off at like twenty. And I eventually finished Super Mega Baseball 1 at like 70 Ego. So then I think I'm I, like, oh, yeah, I played these games before. I can get the start at 70 Ego. But because like I'm not really used to the correct timing, it sort of fucks me up. I got to give props to the developers. If I was making a baseball game and I called the first one in the series Super Mega Baseball, like if, if you came to me and was like, yeah, first game in the series is, is baseball. Second game is Super Baseball. Third game is Super Mega Baseball. Like, oh, yeah, that, that stacks. But... To just out of the gate, Super Mega Baseball, and then Super Mega Baseball Two, hell yeah! Yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic naming. I really like it. But yeah, I, um, it's I'm not sure. Like, if you haven't played any of them before, I'm not. And if you're not a baseball fan, I'm not sure if I'd recommend it. Um, it goes on sale fairly re- fairly frequently. Well, at least number one, number two, number three only came out last year. And I, I honestly, 
even with the other ones I've, I've always bought one special so i've never paid more than like 10 bucks for these but they're good i'd pay 10 bucks for this one it's on game pass so if you got game pass live in the dream <laughs> it's free i hear yeah as always <laughs> living the dream us expros right cannot stop losing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that instead of play, put you all in that uh, loser seat today. You want to try that yeah, one against Steve? Was that yeah. intentional? Yes, it was intentional. <laughs> okay, cool. Just checking. Um, so, uh, ordinarily, if someone does not have Game Pass, where could they get it and for how much? I think it's around, at full price, it's about the $45, $50 mark. So, not quite the, the AAA budget, but it's still sort of... It, it's a little over pay. your anime budget. Yeah, it's a, but the anime budgets when the game's on special as well. So it's, it's just, true. Yeah, it's true. If it's not on special, it's not worth it. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's on everything. Um, except what if for it like has two animes? That's a great question. They cancel each other out and it's free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't pay more than free for this. Yeah. So it's like uh, Goku In versus fact, Naruto. they have to pay me. Then that's three animes. It goes down by $35. <laughs> so if you get like a, a big like... Uh, it's got to be what that Naruto that? Ultimate Ninja Storm collection. Yeah. What was that? J-Star Victory? Ah, uh, um, yeah. J-Star Victory versus and Jump Force. Yeah, and Jump Force. Yeah, the Jump Force. I think. Yeah. Man, I made good bank off those. Funded my podcast addiction. <laughs> <laughs> and now here we are. Uh, so, uh, any other thoughts or do you want to give it a rating out of 10? Uh, I always struggle. I was thinking about it before. I'm struggling to rate it because it's... I'll probably play like another couple of hours or finish the league that i'm in and then i'll sort of be done with it type of thing like i'm having a good time but i wouldn't recommend it full price so it's kind of like a one shot type deal yeah yeah and, I, and every now and then i'll sort of think about it like oh yeah that's sort of fun but i'll never really jump back into it so realistically it's a six like but it feels like i'm not doing it justice like it is a great game so it'd be like so yeah no that, that makes sense so it's like a like a six ordinarily but for a one shot and you can pick it up on sale it'd be an eight right yeah no, yeah that's that's a really good way of putting it that's a really good way of putting it yeah like realistically like if you paid full price for this game and you sort of got sick of it and you're forcing yourself to play it and the gameplay loop is you hit the ball and that's sort of it and there's no real depth to it either so on that notion it probably would be a six but i'm still having fun on the fun factor it's definitely an eight or a nine sick uh, well, if you are a baseball fan, go and check it out. And as as has been alluded to, if you're on Game Pass, you're already halfway there. Uh, but thank you for that, Steve. Next up on the list, uh, one that I think we can all contribute to, the Kirby um, Forgotten Land. Yeah. Forgotten Land? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. You've forgotten the name, I, eh? I, yeah. <laughs> Patrick in the Forgotten Name. Off to a, I, off to a great start. I, I uh, think that's an indication of how he feels about the game. <laughs> Well, no, it's because it's like um, uh, I keep I keep mixing it up with um, Horizon, uh, Forbidden West, or whatever. Ah, uh, yep. I, I I keep swapping them in my head. I'm pretty sure when I listened to one of our earlier episodes, I called it Kirby Forbidden Forbidden Land. You may have. <laughs> I mean, like sick sick title, Nintendo. You're welcome, but uh, I always have to double check just because I don't trust myself anymore. That's the sequel to it. Wow. Yeah. They've already got the sequel in the works. the The sequel to Breath of the Wild is just Breath of the Wild Two: The Forbidden Forgotten Land. That wasn't good. That was too long. Sorry, man. That's okay. Uh, Josh would have loved it. That uh, uh-huh. if uh, so, if <laughs> we have take. all played it. Uh, first of all, it's a demo, so therefore it is free. It's on Nintendo Switch only, so I guess you have to pay an upfront cost for Nintendo Switch if you don't have one already. But 
uh, all up the demo features, three stages. Uh, well, I think are actually the first, at least the, the first two at least feel like the first two stages of the of the game. Yeah, and then uh, I'd and say then the third one is like a midway boss. Because yeah, that felt way too easy to be fight. an actual boss fight for the first world. Surely, surely yes. that's surely that's just like the first level, not the first like. Surely that's not three stages. Surely that's just the first one. No, I I think that's just three stages broken up. Oh, how many stages will there be though? Like They're probably okay, a lot. So, I'd probably put it at about fifty levels, maybe sixty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, hmm. So, um, I I have some thoughts. And as I say, it's kind of a shame Josh isn't here because I think we'd actually get to get some good discussion going because, as he says, every episode, this is one of the games he's looking forward to the most this year. Uh, yeah. And I don't uh, think that's an understatement. Yeah, he, Sorry, he was definitely positive after playing the demo as well. Like, he he was very excited when the demo was dropped. He played it and he's he's really excited for this game to come out. He, I, I believe why, he already has it pre-ordered as well. Yeah, he, he did pre-order it. wasn't. I don't know. I... Because I I have played uh what other Kirby games have I played I play I've played Nightmare in Dreamland way too much <laughs> back on the GBA uh and then I played one in the middle but I don't remember what the platform was because it wasn't mine I just played it at someone else's house and then I played Star Allies when that was on Switch uh which I don't even remember if that was a new title or if that was a ported one no that was uh, a, that, that was out. a new title but that came out multiple years ago now uh, yeah that was like that, a that launch game. Fun. Yeah, it was. It was. And I actually had a lot of fun with it, even though it was, like, built for kids. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, <laughs> Every it Kirby felt game like is. It was built for... Yeah, I know, but, like, this one was just, like, I could I could almost play one-handed. <laughs> yeah, like, and the where's the other hand? Spo- spoiler, spoiler alert, I kind of feel that way about this one, too. Yeah, yeah I feel, yeah. feel the same. But, but I, 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 th- I played the DS one, um, and I think I might have played the GBA one as well, where I borrowed it from a friend and I played it for a bit, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Hmm. And it's, it, yeah, it do, does sort of feel very... I'm, I'm not sure if kitty's the right word, but it does feel very si- simple. Simple is the word I'd use, actually. Simple. Yeah. And, you know, as, like, as as games go, I'm not saying that I want it to be a challenge. It's a fucking Kirby game. <laughs> I know yeah, no, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But there's a fine line between simple and brain dead, and I feel like this is skirting more towards the brain dead side. At least yeah. based on these levels, yeah. It could yeah, definitely based, on, yeah. based on these levels. So, yeah. so why don't we get into that? So, um, so overall impressions, Seth. It sounds like yours was mostly positive. Yeah, I think the game plays really well. I like the powers. I I like uh, so getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Um, when you finish the uh, the, le- the demo the first time round, they unlock the um upgraded abilities for all the abilities that are in the game at the moment, like the demo at the moment. And the upgraded versions are a lot of fun as well. So, like, just it controls well and it plays well. It's just the levels are a bit... These these levels they use to showcase the demo are a bit plain. But maybe that's because they are... Because I'm in the same boat. I didn't even know you could, they had the upgraded um, weapons if you go back. And that probably just sort of speaks to how it captured me. It does yeah, feel like, very... <laughs> Once, once that trailer at the end of the demo finishes, it just straight up tells you, oh, we unlocked the upgraded versions of them, so replay the levels and you can play with upgraded uh, abilities. I thought it... I, I wasn't reading it. I sort of finished it. I'm like, yeah, okay. Reading is hard. Yeah, it is. Some of us can't read. What's reading? That's why I, that's why I prefer dubs to subs, my dudes. If I wanted to read, I'd pick up a book. 
Is it bad that I first thought you meant dubs like W's? That's why I prefer W's to subs. Like, what a fucking weird thing to say. <laughs> I do like no W's. You can't read for shit. <laughs> Stephen, may I introduce you to the wide world of visual novels? <laughs> yeah, that's close enough. That's, it's, 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 like it's, the, it's um, in between. It, it's like the uh, the going theory that the, the, the Trump president's library is just going to be coloring books and comic books. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a like weird manga. <laughs> yeah, just fucking random tangent. But uh, yeah, so... so Steve, you were, you were telling us about your impressions of it. Yeah, it it definitely does feel like it's very first level type of stuff. I don't... I fucking hate how it's like an isekai. I hate how he gets fucking... I hate how everything is a fucking isekai um, these <laughs> days. Like, Pokemon is one. This is one. Um, probably something else is one. Uh, to, but... be f- to be fair, I'd say time travel isn't an isekai. So the, uh, someone, someone should probably explain Isakai. I, I know what it is, but I need you guys so, to explain so it to me. Isakai, to make sure that you know what it is. Isakai in in a basic essence is uh, being travelled to another world, and people are people these days argue like how much of a definition that is. Like, it, is space travel an Isakai? Is time travel an oh. Isakai? I I think I I put it as like going to an alternate dimension or an alternate universe, like. That's radically yeah. different from what your yeah. normal is. So, like, a lot of anime ones are, like, you get transported from, like, current society to, like, a medieval JRPG setting sort of thing. It's sort out online, it's okay. Hmm. Let's just leave that there. Let, let, if, listeners, Let's just let in. that question sit. <laughs> if you think sort out online is an isekai, write in. I, I have very strong thoughts <laughs> on what know. it is. I <laughs> have now. thoughts on that too. Yeah. <laughs> If you write um, in, anyway, we will was... read the correct answers out. If you write <laughs> in, that can be the viewer question. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it, it was just to give content. Like, I actually do know what SK is, but I'm, I'm imagining a few people listening probably won't. So, yeah, it's just for, for context. So now yeah. when we mention Isakai and why it, we're mentioning Isakai is like relative to Kirby, that's why. So uh, continue, Steve. Sorry, yeah. I have derailed well, you so many times. No, no, no. It's, it's good. It's, it's good, very good context. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, but then at the same time, maybe the story and the setting doesn't count. Like, it's so the premise is that you're Kirby and you're sort of walking around eating twenty house story cakes or whatever phrase of words, and you sort of get sucked into another dimension. And it's like, oh look, where am I? And oh look, all the the Waddle Dees, like these little creatures that are in the Kirby universe, are being taken prisoner by these Falcons, and you got to go and save them and all that type of thing. It. It it was very simple. I was I'm not sure what I was expecting, like expecting because even the, the the few combat encounters you get, it's quite easy just to sort of breeze past them in like two hits and not even get take any damage. The couple of bosses that um, you fight, they are like three second jobs. And once you figure the mechanic, it's not even figuring the mechanic out. Like it's the mechanics obvious on what it's going to be. Yeah, like that one of them has a big shield in front, so it's like oh, hit him from the back then. Yeah. Or is that big turtle and it's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to keep walking around and while it reaches its neck out, I'm supposed to be behind something else? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do want to mention on like the taking damage thing, I, I found it a little annoying because there'd be moments where I do a combo or like an aerial attack and I killed an enemy, but as it's drilling backwards, it just procs a hit on me as well because I got yes. too close of as it's drilling backwards to die. And I thought yeah. that was a bit annoying. Yep, yeah, yeah, that tripped me up a lot, and that was one of the issues I had with the demo. Yeah, it was. Did you guys get any uh, graphical hiccups? Because I definitely, it definitely had the Legends Arceus problem 
where if something was like too far into the distance it'd be running at like five frames a second yeah that's just a general thing of uh making sure that the game keeps a stable frame rates so it was it was just i don't know it is it's a weird concession yeah it's 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 just it's just that the switch isn't powerful enough to render things far away at a full frame rate so yeah it's embarrassing like i i thought a a lot of games have done that not just on switch but on other things as well yeah no i remember seeing it in the wii and even the wii u days i just yeah i just didn't think i'd be seeing it now but it's it's just very pronounced as well now because they're they're like they're not even like very far range they're like mid-range yeah maybe that's why like because the further range you sort of get out the sort of the less you sort of notice it type of thing because it's on the foreground but these were not even that far yeah these are like the size of a 50 cent coin on screen yeah like it's a 10 second walk forward to get there like it's not even quite in the background and i find that quite jarring but like the, the environments do look very pretty i'll give them that yeah no um, it's actually a very nice game and the cg cutscenes are very nice as well like those are mm, rendered very yes. nicely did you guys have no music during those cutscenes? i had music uh my complaint for those is that there's no sound effects no but, uh, that was it then that, yep there was no sound effects yep that's yep. it but yeah. i think there's going to be sound effects in the final game because the trailer they show at the end shows some of those cutscenes and you hear like kirby making yeah, pyro noises and other things so yeah. i think it was just <laughs> this demo doesn't have them in yeah yeah so, okay good yeah because i wasn't yeah. sure if i was yeah, it was just the music that it had and i'm like oh, okay there's no sound effects here. It's I didn't know who was coming at, for it. At first it was cute, but then you get further into it and it's like, okay, it's a little weird that like there's yeah. no sound there's effects. M- yeah, more and more is happening. You're like, okay, I'm sick of this now. Yeah, okay, good. It wasn't just me. What so, did you think I about think, it, Pat? Oh, yeah, I, I think... Uh, thanks thanks for asking, Steve. Um, I, I think the... So I think part of it is an expectation issue on my end. I thought this is going to be an open world Kirby rather than a 3D Kirby. And there's a bit of a difference um, to what okay. I was expecting as a result. I'm not sure why you felt that way because I was expecting a Mario 3D world when I saw this. And that's basically what we're getting, Kirby Mario 3D world. Well, did you yeah. think it was open world because of like in the the first trailer we saw Kirby sucked in a car and he became a car? Because that was my impression and my takeaway. Like that would be the traveling points. Kind of, yeah, and I think yeah. I think part of it was also because there were other open world advertised games at the same time. Like Arceus was advertised as open world, Elden Ring was advertised as open world, and I think I was just sort of in the mindset of of these large games are open world by nature, and so um, I, yeah, it was just sort of like, uh, uh, oh, this isn't how I thought it would go at all. Um, yeah, so that was. That that that's that's no complaint of the game. That was just a, a difference in expectation to what I had of it. What I what I did have issues with though is that uh, a lot of the uh, loop, shall we say, of like a lot of the gameplay loop that I really enjoyed in say Star Allies, just because that's the only recent point of reference I have, is that I really enjoyed being able to like just sprint full force just through a level and then almost like Sonic it and just yeah. hit something that that you need to like adjust to or or like change to and this doesn't have that kirby moves at a very brisk pace in this and i was hoping there was a sprint but there wasn't like i tried double tapping the stick to make him run faster and that didn't work and there's no sprint button yeah yeah it definitely it did feel like he was like 
moving at point, well, maybe not point five speed, but it was just a little bit slower than what you'd want. Yeah, and there's yeah. And there's a dodge roll in the game, which I feel I that never, could have been I turned into used, a sprint. Yeah. I n- I never, it's no, well, I never found a use it, a reason to use it in these levels. Maybe you sort of do get it. Um, yeah, maybe later. It. <laughs> yeah, it's like why I think you you hold the triggers oh, okay. and move the stick. Oh, the yeah, I never I never oh. bothered trying that. Yeah, because um, the triggers the triggers are for your arm. Uh, so if you have arm, uh, if you turn off automatic uh, absorption, uh, when you suck in an enemy, you got to press the triggers to arm uh, absorb the enemies, or you can spit them oh. out with the other button. But oh, it's, okay. I was looking for that. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm glad that's a setting because that also annoyed me. Where that that felt brain dead to me. Yeah, no, uh, that's that's a setting control. you can turn on and off. So I did that right away. Thank you. Okay, um, I didn't I didn't even look through the settings menu. That again, my bad. But yeah, thank thank you for that because that was yeah. also a negative I had. Yeah, because I went into the settings menu right away because I wanted B on the controller to be jump instead of A, and so <laughs> so that that is an option to change. And then I saw oh turn off automatic absorption. Yeah, I'm turning that off because I don't want to suck up an enemy and just get the power. I want to be able to choose if I'm going to do that or spit it back out. Yeah, exactly. Well, why wouldn't um, you want... Maybe it's, I'm not that familiar with Kirby games, so why would you not want to... Maybe it's a power you don't like. Like, it. I'm not oh, a okay. huge fan of bomb. Like, it, it's fun in this, but I'm also not generally a big fan of bomb, so I'd rather just uh, spit it out for damage. If, if for whatever reason, uh, you have two enemies in front of you, and you really want the power of one of them, but, like, again, I'm thinking of Star Allies where it's more 2D, but, like, you can't melee or, like, you can't really play close range with some of the the power-ups that it's much easier to just suck in the the thing next to you and then spit that at the thing that you actually want the power of. Yeah, Uh, or if you've got the power that you wanted, like, you got hit and now it's knocked away, but you sucked in the wrong enemy, then you spit yeah. them out and then suck back in the one you actually want. Yeah, that that's actually a much bigger issue. But yeah, yeah, it's that sort of thing. And again, it just feels brain dead when it doesn't even give you the option because it's like Kirby conceptually isn't any harder now than it was back on the 2D version on GBA. So why is it that they think that kids these days need even more hand-holding? <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the same thing, like the same argument can be made in like Pokemon games, how like it's, those are already brain dead games. Well, in the story mode anyway. And then, like, so if you've got the XB share always turned on and becomes even more brain dead. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. It's a weird accessibility um, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the the other issue, so it was it was mostly like a speed and experience thing um, going through the levels. But the other thing was that I just didn't, I can't really put my finger on why, but I didn't enjoy using mouthful mode in the ways that the levels, at least in the demo, made you use mouthful mode. Uh, do you want to explain what mouthful mode is a bit there, big fella? Yeah, sure. So the whole gimmick, I guess, in Forbidden Land. Oh, I already did it, didn't I? Forgotten Land. <laughs> See what I mean? It's just it'll it's be easy the, to do by accident. It'll be the um, sequel. Yeah, is that Kirby sucks in something that he can't immediately eat. Uh, so he ends up taking the full... Think think Rotom in, in Generation 4 Pokemon, where you just put Rotom in, in your washing machine and now and now Rotom is a washing machine. Kind of similar with Kirby Mouthful Mode. I'd also like to add that he can't do this because of the Isekai. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was the Isekai's power. Like, it, oh, man, I... He's in this world, and that's all what gave him the. You know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, because you see, as he's getting transported to this new world, it's like contorting him in ways so that his uh, sucker bills he doesn't work as effectively in his home world. Oh, I thought it was like stretching him out. <laughs> hey, Kirby, what'd that mouth do? Yes. Easy, easy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> back, back down, back down. Put down the shovel. Um, 
but to so um in the demo you get to use mouthful mode on things like a traffic cone or a car or um i think there's a third one is there a third one uh the cone the car and a vending machine oh, yeah yes, the vending machine, the vending and then machine. also the uh also the like really brief i don't know like you turn it into like a uh, like a cap or something, and you mouthful mode a cap off to unleash a jet of water. Yeah, um, that that one was yeah, pretty funny. The, the that, that, that one was good. funny, but yeah, it was all that. But uh, I don't, I don't get why the mechanic exists. It doesn't feel like it does anything it's... new. Like the vending, the the vending machine was interesting. I'll give it that. But the car, it's like I think again, it goes sort of back to the open world thing of like I'm in a car, I expect to be able to like drive places, but you're given such a limited area, and then it's like oh, there's like a yeah. slight step in front of you you have to get out of the car yeah. and the the one that confused me the most was that in in stage two i'm pretty sure it doesn't matter what stage it is i don't know why i gave it that but you mouthful mode a cone and then the whole cone gimmick is that you can get to upend it and like smash something breakable from the top like you know like the, one of the turtle enemies or like a pipe and various bits and pieces fine it's a weird gimmick but fine so you do that and then you go around the corner and then there's another cone for you to mouthful mode something with and it's the same thing twice i just it seems like it just breaks the flow like there's... i really liked um sorry i'll, I'll, I'll let, yeah, let sorry. you go you go then... you go ahead i'll i'll okay. chime in later sure so i really liked in the previous kebby games where they would just introduce a puzzle at some point in the level and it's like oh you need um flame guy because you're gonna light a fuse and then you need to run over and hop in the cannon but oh no you can't get to the cannon right away you need to like freeze a waterfall or something and you need to like figure it out and i i'm worried that the mouthful mode gimmick is gonna replace a lot of what that was supposed to do and that that those are the moments where it slows down the gameplay and you spend a lot of time in one area but it doesn't feel like a good equivalency yeah Mm. see that was the point i was going to touch on because um Okay, so the car thing before I move on to that is like, yeah, the car's very limited and that's weird to me that they didn't do something to show it off more because that's been the big one for the advertisements. And you're given like a 30-second trial of what that is. And so it's really weird that like it's in there, but you barely do anything with it. You just go along this one track and then that's it. The car's done. Um, did you enjoy driving around the garage floor? Hope you did, because that's all you get. Yeah, just yeah. Do, do donuts and put on Eurobeat. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it felt like it was giving you a taste, and then it was like, well, Play it the wasn't even game. a taste. It was like, yeah, you have a lick of the lollipop. You want the rest of it, <laughs> Pay us $60 for you, the You don't yeah, even yeah, lick the, the lollipop. You take off the wrapper and then lick the wrapper. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, did I like that? Oh, I don't know. Uh, but what, what was the second point you were going to say? So, yeah, the... Uh, uh, the co- the puzzles, like the cone thing, um, yeah, you're right that um, it, in other games you'd use uh, Kobe's powers and like with the fire you'd light the fuse or you'd find something that you need to use the hammer on. And I mm. think it's this is trying to circumvent the thing where um, in some Kirby games you'd have to take a power from one level to take it into another level and then uh, use that power to do something. And this is just like, okay, well, instead of doing that, we'll just place these mouthful mode items right next to the thing so that you don't have to spend time jumping between levels and making sure you have the right power. And mm. I'm not sure if that's the right solution. I think the right solution would have just been like, hey, you're going to need hammer in this level later. We'll put hammer in this level at some point and just try to hang on to it for when that puzzle comes up. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I like agree. the cone, the cone yeah. build, the uh, cone, the cone mouthful, like just reminds me of 
a stone ability like why isn't that just like yep. you jump up and use stone yeah all right so f- funny story with that really qu- sorry I'll, I'll let you speak, speak in a sec steve no no that's wow oh, yeah. way too many s's in that i'll let you speak in a sec steve but first seth i wanted to tell a story wow how many s's was in that a lot um, i i the the last kirby thing that i played was smash so i was trying to down b just naturally uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, why, not doing anti, why anti stone? <laughs> there, there was actually a Kirby game that had the Smash as an ability, and it was fantastic. Oh, that's cool. Because it it just turned all of his buttons into his Smash move set. It was great. That's great. Um. Anyway, uh, Steve, what were you gonna say? Well, no, I'm just about to say like we like the the demo wasn't that long. Like I probably it was like 25, 30 minutes to me on my just one playthrough. Like I. We're getting to the point where, like, we're chatting about the demo more than the actual demo was. Yeah, no, I <laughs> yeah. like I said this is homework. I did everything in the demo in like thirty minutes. Yeah, mm. like I, I'm, I'm not sure if that's what I wanted out of. When I think of demo, maybe I'm thinking of like the old school demos that I used to get with like the Xbox magazine disc and like some of the game demos would like be like a couple of hour trials or something or something with like a lot of replayability. Or something that's just, like, a... very open and it puts you on, like, a 30-minute time limit. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm not sure if this felt enough to be warranted as a demo. Like, it gave me, like, the lick of the wrapper, but I don't even think it, I could even register what the wrapper flavor was. It. it I it think they like, needed oh, okay. one more level that was more substantial than what was yeah, already like in a, there. Yeah, like a later game I, level. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what, what I want... So, Monster Hunter does demos quite well i think and that the whole point of the game is that you fight a monster so the demo is that they just give you three monsters to fight an easy one a medium one and a hard one and i get it's kirby we're not going to do a hard level but make it three distinct things to do because even the boss level is still in pretty much the same environment so Mm. all we got environment wise is a flavor of it's it's a city and it's green yeah and that's that leads into what steve was saying earlier was black is it three different levels or is it just one level split up into three sections yeah yeah. It's like, it's, uh, I would have said it's like the first area of like the first, for lack of a better term, like a world, like a, the forest world, whatever you, or the plains world, whatever you call it. It's Green Hill Zone. Yeah, Green Hill Zone. Let's That's, go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. Gotta go um, at a yeah. brisk pace. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. Yeah, Gotta so go true. suck. Um, the, other, the other issues that I had is that uh, even if it's a 3d area i had the same issues with pokemon in that uh when sword and shield came out it was like oh here are these very curated 3d level sections fine for the love of god let me turn the camera where i want i'm yeah i got so i got so sick of just having the camera pitch like 40 degrees left or right and that was as far as i could see and all i could do was run backwards or forwards like if you gave me full 360 camera it would feel so much better to play through. Oh, was, yeah, no, 100%. Yep, 100%. There was a point where um, there was, like, a bridge, but I there was also a little lip on the um, edge of the platform that the bridge was starting on. So I jumped down to, like, check if there's anything on the bridge, but you can't turn the camera enough to, like, get a good view. You can't even get it into a view where Kirby is back in camera. Yeah. So, so I was just stuck behind a couple of walls, like, okay, I, I'm just running against walls, I guess. Yeah, and then the third thing, which was sort of tangentially related to that, is that towards the... It might have been at the start of the boss fight. There was some area where they did a really weird decision on a Switch with all its graphical hiccups. 
in that they put Kobe, uh, Kobe, they put Kirby at the center Kobe. of the focus in the middle of the screen, and then they blurred the foreground and background like like hugely, like wildly blurred it, so that you had this tiny focal plane where Kirby was, and it just looks shit when you do that for a 3D game, like a 2D game. Mm. Fine, you have a you have a fixed plane that the character moves across, but you can still turn the camera a little bit. Like, what the hell is the decision thinking? Like, it, I, my eyes aren't perfect. I've got one eye that's like way stronger than the other eye, which does most of the seeing. So it, it wasn't too bad an issue. But if I wanted to focus on something in the foreground and Kirby wasn't standing on top of it, it actually hurt trying to focus on something that was that blurred intentionally. I didn't even take notice of that. I think I noticed it, but I don't really think it bothered me that much. Yeah, it's it's sort of a nitpick because it was only one area, but I just I didn't understand why it was decide like why they decided to do it that way. But yeah, my biggest thing is yeah, I thought it was open world and it's three D. Fine, I can adjust to that, but just let me turn the camera, please. Two point five D, baby. That's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I know that we've been talking about this for a while, and yeah, it is just the Kebby demo. But yeah, I I was hyped for this game, and I think I'm actually less hyped now, which is terrible to say. I think Josh is probably more hyped. Um, what are you two at? You more or less hyped after playing the demo? Uh, I, I'm a little bit less excited than initially. Um, I still think it'll be fine and probably a very fun game, but yeah, this, this didn't put me, put it in a very good light, mostly because of just how simple everything was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm Steve? pretty much in the same boat. I wasn't, I probably wasn't going to get the game. Like it doesn't really appeal to me and it appeals even less to me like i was i was getting a bit of fomo when you fellows were talking about it um there are a bunch of memes going around about kirby doing the big suck but i yeah i'm less interested at all uh, depending what the full game is like it's look like it's gonna be a pass for me dog yeah uh i think it's one, gonna be one of those because i i also wasn't super enthused by elden ring until it came out and everyone said this is the like the greatest shit ever so if that by some miracle happens with Kirby, yeah, I'll probably get it. But in terms of this being a day one thing that I pick up and play, probably not anymore. Uh, I'll, I'll wait and see. The um, good news is, but... is that it's a Nintendo game, so no matter when you get it, it'll be full price. God, I fucking hate <laughs> that so fucking much. <laughs> Don't worry, I can just listen to the to the soundtrack online, right? Oh, wait, fuck, sorry, I can't. My bad. We miss they you, Silver Gunner. Yeah, bring him back. Sometimes I think Nintendo has released You were too pure for this world. They've released the Pokemon soundtrack on Spotify now. Okay, give it a listen. Yeah, well, uh, I think that's probably as far as we need to take the uh, Kirby discussion. Um, yeah, I don't know. When Josh is back, we'll be sure to get his thoughts. Uh, <laughs> Going to be him absolutely gushing over it for 20 <laughs> minutes. Anyway, Maybe it's a good uh, thing he missed this. <laughs> and now we get to see if he actually listens to episode 15 because... <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get a random, uh, random message being like, "Hey, I need you to just redact everything you said in episode 15." <laughs> Don't talk about Kirby Heard you were talking me. shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. With that, uh, that brings us to the end of people's weeks. Uh, I realize. I don't know i probably should be discussing this off air but i realize I've been, i think i've been concluding it as we conclude round the lounge but round the lounge is more like the, the the taster intro before we get into the discussion would you guys say that we're at the end of round the lounge or the end of the the week discussion i'd say still round the lounge round the lounge so it's a bit of a thing now that's fine yeah well we're now at the end of sorry steve you didn't even say anything uh thoughts i uh, no, i i i agree i'm just um too busy watching the Penrith panthers win at the moment fellas what's the score 24 to 6 baby <laughs> easy runs. Um, yes. No, it's nice. 24 home runs to six outs. 
<laughs> How many strikes? Uh, 13 out of five. Like, do, do they have any spares or were they were they like... Are we at the bottom of the nine? Uh, no, we're at, um, <laughs> we're at the second. Two out of five, baby. Two out of five bottom of the nines? Damn. Oh, he just, he's just chopped a, a ball. The guy just chopped a ball. <laughs> um, but oh, well, that's, that's what happens. That's illegal in cricket. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I <laughs> got wildly off topic there too. Uh, that does bring us to the end of part one for this week. And we get to move on to part two, which is the news for this week. Uh, actually, ha- so happens that today was the Sony set of play, uh, which we will get into. But first up on the docket, we have an article from actually... This is going <laughs> to... Almost all of the articles this week are from Gamatsu. <laughs> the first one of those, at least. Uh, is that Love Has Won. Uh, we have uh, a DLC coming to Haven, uh, as I understand it, which I've never played. Uh, which of us have played Haven? I haven't. I've seen a lot of it, and it does look kind of interesting. Uh, it's something I'd like to play with my girlfriend at some time, but um, I, I kind of forgot it existed until this article came out. What is it? Um, I... I'm watching a quick video on it now. I, for some reason, I thought it was like a Animal Crossing farming type of simulator. No, it's an adventure RPG game that's about that's very heavily on co-op. I think the whole game is co-op and is like a couple going through this adventure together in a space colony. Yo, it's, it mm. takes two in space. Let's go. Yeah, basically. But um, um uh, I, what's going on with this yeah, update is that um, uh, yeah. So so why don't yeah. you tell us about the the update, Seth? So originally it it was just a, a male female relationship and uh, uh that uh, a lot of people uh, not really took issue with it but it's like well why is it just male female why aren't there other representations of couples and now they're going okay well uh, we're we're going to actually do that um so now you can do male male or female female couples as well which good on them yeah that's cool uh, don't know there's a huge amount more we can add to that um, if you're a fan of Haven uh, yeah good good news it, do, it does look cool it's different to what I thought it was um, I'm just watching a quick video there's a new trailer they brought out for it and I'm watching it now um, it looks very different to what I imagined in my head but I don't know why because I don't think I've really thought about it but yeah but no, yeah. and the game's on everything as well like it's on Switch PC both PlayStation current consoles and I get the, the feeling Xbox it was. Consoles. I get the feeling it was just came off Game Pass, which um, it's unfortunate. But it'd be like that. Hmm. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Not much more we can add to it. Next up on the docket, we have some Lost Judgment DLC coming soon, coming before the end of the month. Uh. I haven't played Lost Judgment either. Ah, uh, Lost Judgment is something that. Okay. Okay. I haven't played it, but it's part of the. Yakuza series in a sense like it's in that same universe it's and... detective Yakuza yeah basically yeah. Uh, and the Yakuza games are fantastic so this this just adds onto like uh onto that series of being and I've heard that Lost Judgment is a fantastic game but um I I think this is worth highlighting because I think it's very funny that um a few months ago uh, maybe just before we started the podcast I don't think we ever talked about it but um uh, a lot of the characters have uh, real-world actors face scanned, and the main character for the Judgment Games, uh, his um, his agency is very hard stanced against like, uh, not showing it, uh, not having their characters show up in like PC spaces because they're afraid that people are going to like um, 
like take all their marketing material and stuff and like photoshop and do stupid things and to the point where whenever there's their digital magazines they have to like black out and silhouettes the actors from that agency that's your i remember reading about that yeah that's completely fucking nuts yeah so the judgment games are apparently never coming to pc because of that uh, company so, yeah, because they're so worried about like someone who like do a deep fake of it or something. Yeah, oh, or like do nude yeah. mods or something for the character, and or I just tell if you meant PC, it. the console, or like politically correct, like politically correct spaces, because they might oh, take no. marketing material and do weird shit with it. It was like that's such a weird line, but yeah, okay, PC in general, got it. Yeah, um, yeah the PC so, platform. So sure. this DLC is getting rid of the main character from the Judgment Games and replacing it with his uh, partner. Uh, so they're getting rid of um, uh, the main character and replacing him with um, uh, Kaito, which mm. he, he looks very Kiryu-ish as well. Yeah, from the, the one image that I've seen of this. Yeah, I'd agree. But um, he's, he's getting his own story and combat styles that are very different from, um, uh, from uh, Yagami's styles. And uh, so $30, uh, unless you own the season pass, which no additional cost. It seems interesting and seems like a lot of work for a DLC. Yeah, it's good. It's what you want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, st- I still I'll still need to pick up Lost Judgment. I've still got to go through Yakuza 5, Yakuza 6, um, yeah. Yakuza yeah, 7. I've, I've, I own all the games and they're sitting right there for me to play through back to back. Yeah. It's just, they're long games. I need to take the time to go through them all. Yeah. Um, and also, um, uh, Play the Alarm, fellas. The footy game's off. Penrith won. 28 to 6, baby. We did it. First game that, of the that's season. That's kind of won. a blowout. And it's become a very... The games are either a blowout or they're tied up. Like, it's pretty pretty shit. Like, you know which teams are going to make the top eight early on. But we did it, fellas. We're, Panthers won the first game, and they're going to win the last game. You could have just introduced it as breaking news into Fast Travel Lounge. Yeah, fuck, I should have. <laughs> We can sports update. People aren't going to listen to this for a week. <laughs> or they should know. Going over to well, sports, okay. Steve, give us the latest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crossing live to, to Steve out in the middle of the in the middle of the footy pitch. We won. We put the ball down more times than they did. <laughs> we got Thanks into the that, end Steve. zone. And now to the weather, Seth. Uh, it's raining. It's raining. <laughs> yeah, I fucking thought so. New South Wales <laughs> and Queensland are flooded. <laughs> Uh, God left the tap running again. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't think there's too much more to add to the Lost Judgment DLC, but yeah, that's cool. Uh, also, just wanted to point out as well, because we didn't mention it, that's launching March 28th, so later this month. Two yep. weeks away, yep. actually, from recording. Shoot. Uh, it is. Just about. Um, next up on the list, uh, we have a delay for Forspoken, which... <laughs> Honestly, not surprised after the last time no. we saw this. I, good i think yeah it's um, it's like a full six month delay i think i just i wasn't enthused by anything that i saw about for spoken yeah, yeah definitely it, yeah it, it looks very in. rough as well like uh just performance wise it looks really rough um it looks like it, it looks like a lot of empty land yeah, a shit ton of empty land. Yeah, so this is being delayed to October 11th now, rather than coming out on May 24th. I love that there's a there's a quote uh, from the production studio in in the article uh, from Luminous Productions to, uh, speaking about the delay. Uh, 
uh, to quote, our vision for this exciting new IP is to deliver a game world and hero that gamers across the globe will want to experience for years to come. So getting it right is extremely important to uh I guess it's supposed to be us, but there's a typo. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be to us. Um, what I find funny about that is that I'm pretty sure, yes, a lot of it is because it's very rough and unpolished and doesn't look intriguing at all. I'm sure I'm sure other parts of it are because they've seen that um, uh, like Babylon's Fall and Forbidden West and other open world games that have been releasing near Elden Ring have just... Actually, I think Forbidden West got away with it, but a lot of the other ones have just kind of tanked with people going, oh, this is a good open world game and everything else is shit by comparison and they're probably freaking out. <laughs> yeah, but... May was far enough away where I think that wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, you might be right. But yeah, I, I hope that they do something to make this game more enticing because I'll be giving this one a hard miss uh, until I see I'm, something more than the barren wasteland of a, of a gameplay trailer we got. I'm interested because at the, the movement at least looks like a lot of fun and the combat does seem pretty fun with what they're doing for the magic, but not 115 Australian dollars fun, so... Yeah, I was God, no. I, I was going to get this later at a at a, a uh, sale price, and all this has really done is delayed when I'm going to buy the game. <laughs> uh, which some would say is is what the point of the delay was to delay people buying the game. Uh, anyway, next <laughs> up on the list we have Gotham Knights launching October 25th. So I'll be honest about this one. I first read it actually. I had the same response to this as the new Batman film of, oh, they're doing another like. You know, the Batman film, like, oh, they're just doing the, the Christopher Nolan films again. Woohoo. And then I read Gotham Knights, like, oh, they're just doing the, the Arkham games again. I'm like, yay. I fucking hope it goes well for you. Good luck. Uh, but then I, I read a bit more, and I actually, I'm actually kind of into this. I actually kind of like the look of this. Yeah, no, Um, I when this was announced, I was really excited for this because it seems like a generally good idea to continue the Arkham universe. Mm. I'm very keen for it. Like, when it was announced, like, last year, Um, there's, they, they announced a bunch of them. Yeah, there's this one and there's the Suicide uh, Squad. Suicide game. Squad killed. Yeah, the Killer Justice League. Yeah, that yeah. one looks pretty good as well. It's obviously very different to what this is going to be. Um, but I love those Arkham, the old Arkham City, Arkham Knight games. Actually, sorry, this is yep. Arkham Knight. No, this is Gotham Knight. Sorry, now just... this is Gotham Knights. We got yeah. Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and Arkham Knight. I think, yep. Yes, in order. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I love those. Those sort of weirdly pioneered that counter punch. Counter, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. kind of the first genre. one to do that, and yeah, a and lot like, of games uh, have copied it. Yeah, and it worked really well. Um, yeah. And as much yeah, as I hate, to, as much as I fucking hate to say it because it's a shit thing to say, it's that those games really made you feel like Batman. Like you did feel. <laughs> you know, There's the donkey it. line. <laughs> I hate it. It's like, you realize we have to pay him royalties now, right? Yeah, we do. He, yeah, I actually he, he won. He just won. Good. Uh, if anybody could win, it'd be Donkey. I actually watched that video yesterday, and I'm like, oh shit, I have to say it. Um, it, it's true though like it does yeah, like, that, it, it that's does. the major it, selling point yeah and that's sort of probably why they're so popular and they sort of did come out on the back of those uh, the Christopher Nolan trilogy and it, it came out at a good time and now that we're seeing this yeah, resurgence of um, Batman with Batman yeah. the new been, Robert Pattinson it's been, one. Uh, it's been 10 years time to flog the dead horse again yeah and the whole um, uh, what was the last guy that played Batman um Christian Bale. Ben Affleck. Oh, you mean the, the, ben the Affleck, recent one? Ben, no, Ben Affleck, the recent one. Well, technically, oh, he's, yeah. he's the last guy because Edward uh, Patterson. Yeah, no, him. I know, I know. My bad. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah, but now, it just seems like no one really cared about um, the old one, and it's sort of now that we've got a new one, everyone's sort of getting keen for it again. But we sort of have. There has been a big gap in superhero games. 
Uh, Spider-Man's been galaxy. holding down the ports between Arkham games. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Guardians Avengers. Just came out. Uh, that's not talking about Avengers. <laughs> Live Marvel, service Marvel games. Marvel vs. Capcom. We don't talk about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I don't think it has rollback netcode. Is that the problem? It does. Or? Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was shit in every then? other department. All right. <laughs> 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 uh, Anyway, we're getting a little bit off topic. The uh, the main selling points, because I actually didn't know much about Golden Knights, but uh, if this sounds interesting, uh, maybe keep your ear to the ground about it. Uh, we have a new guard of DC Heroes. I'm basically just going to rip stuff from the Command Squad article, actually. Ooh. Um, but you can play as not just Batman, uh, Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, uh, Red Hood, and Robin. Batman uh, won't actually be in this. It's those four characters. Yeah. Uh, and then to follow up, the, the major selling point for me is that uh, online co-op is going to be a focus of this, which would be cool because I don't think there was any co-op in any of the previous ones. There was no, not. They, they, they teased it a little bit in Arkham Knight, but that ended up being like team-up attacks with uh, computer characters that would show up every now and then. Mm. Uh, unique character, character abilities, customization, as expected, and then exploring an open world Gotham City, which... Cool. Yeah, like well for the other times that it, you know, that they did it. So, hope it goes well. Ex exploring the open world Gotham with uh, another person in co-op would be a lot of fun, and it's basically yeah. the main selling point of this game. It's 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 that grouping that I like because I I I've my my mental image of this is that it's like a um, Batman meets Saints Row experience, and I'm kind of hoping that that's what turns out of. Uh, Maybe not the, the the goofiness of Saints Row, but like having a big thing to explore. Yeah, uh, yep, yeah I know yeah, exactly you, you, you what you get mean. The picture. Yeah. Uh, anyway, next up on the list, we have uh, some more news about Sunbreak, which will be super interesting. I'm excited for that. Coming very soon. In fact, <laughs> we're probably telling people after it happened. <laughs> what do you guys think of the uh, What do you guys think of the the event? No, no. Well, I, can't, um, I can't believe they're bringing it to Xbox. Oh. No, uh, when this goes up, uh, if we put it on time, it will be the day before that this live event happens. Well, I loved it anyway, just in case. But in case this comes out you know, before it, it uh, the event goes up, I will love it. <laughs> there we go, base is covered. Uh, no, it's been announced that uh, Sunbreak is getting a digital event set for March 15th um, at 7 a.m. slash... Uh, hang on, I'm not even sure how to read that title. 7 a.m.? Not to 10 a.m. Uh, I think they did a typo again, but it'll be 11 o'clock Japan time. Yeah, that's much easier. 11 p.m. Japan. PM. Yeah, 11 p.m. Japan time. That's pretty much 11 p.m. City time. No, it'll be about 8 p.m. for us. Oh, yeah, close yeah, 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 a couple hours difference. Um, but yeah, we'll get more info on Sunbreak, which I am super keen for. So am I. Uh, oh, oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, the, the silence was getting a bit weird. It was like, come no, on, Seth, I know you're so, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> It took me a second for my brain to kick in. Um, yeah, no, Sunbreak is something I'm very excited for. I've been a little bit away from um, from Rise for now, uh, mostly because Elden Ring and some other games came out. But mm. uh, getting ready for Sunbreak and knowing when that comes out will be a very good time to jump back into Rise and just get ready for it. I'm in a bit of a weird state where I'm absolutely ready for Sunbreak on Switch, but I'll likely end up playing it on PC, and I'm not ready for it on PC. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I know what you do. mean. Yeah. So for me, I'm not ready on either. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, looking really looking forward to that. Uh, next up in the list, though, we have uh, the Evo 2022 lineup being announced, uh, with Smash being the headline. Did I read that right? 
No, no, Smash was down at the bottom, like not even showing up. Ah, uh, so so it's the uh, it's the surprise guest game. I see, I see. No, no, the surprise guest game is Nick All Star Brawl. I'm of course referencing the fact that Nintendo decided that after Sony bought Evo that they didn't want people to enjoy their game anymore. So congrats, hey, Nintendo. I very guess Nintendo you move. One. It's such a Nintendo move. Anyway, we discussed this last week. It's. I'm still annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, this was a very bad way to announce these as well because um, it, it sounded good on paper, but in practice it was really bad. Uh, whenever they announced a game that was showing up for the lineup, they'd uh, go to uh, some popular commentators for that game and then do a uh, an exhibition match. And if the exhibition match was just like one game, that would have been fine because it would have kept things going at a brisk pace. But oh, no, these no. these games did best of freeze. They played sets. Oh. Yeah. So you <laughs> guys uh, after like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, we were only three games deep into nine games that needed to be announced. <laughs> so so that wasn't great. But um, the game announcements and they're, like, and they're like trying to and they're trying to like hype up the live stream. They're like, you know, we can we can pull it back and show us the next game. I think it was pre-recorded, so like you weren't getting any of their reactions to the Twitch chat. Ah, oh, uh, amazing oversight. Yeah, it, it sounds like a good idea on paper, but in practice, it, it was really bad because it's like, <laughs> here's the game, here's what it looks like. Get excited for it. Yeah, and now you get to spend the next five minutes watching two people play it. But um, so the games that are actually going to show up are. A lot of them are very expected. Uh, we got Street Fighter V Champion Edition, which this will probably be its last year at EVO. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive, Mortal Kombat 11, Tekken 7, King of Fighters 15. Uh, as a little bit of a surprise is Melty Blood will be there. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is obvious. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus is a little surprising, but also not because I think Side Games sponsors EVO, so they'll want their game there. And the last one is Skullgirls, because that's been having a resurgence as of late and getting another season pass with lots of new characters coming in. Mm. Uh, and, and measured at the top of the ticket, Nick All-Star Brawl. Yeah, Nick All-Star Brawl. Very, uh, very popular it. choice right there. We made it. Hell yeah. Come on, so you not they're, believe it. Made it. Cannot believe it. They're also <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. I can't wait the, for that one professional player to beat that other professional player at the game we all know and love, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Alpharez taking the gold. Uh, but yeah, they're, mains check in. Uh, they're, they're changing <laughs> how the uh, lineup works this year. Like usually, you'd have um, Street Fighter as the big final game of the year uh, of the events, uh, just because legacy. But this year, they're deciding that uh, it's going to be based on tournament entrant numbers. So whatever game has the least amount of uh, entrants is going to be the big headliner for Friday night, and whatever has the most entrants is going to be the headliner for Sunday night. Which seems like a much fairer way to uh, pace out the tournament. Hmm. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah. You you sad not to see Smash on that list? Uh, a little. Um, the thing with Smash is that it always took up two slots for the main stage because if it, they always wanted to support Ultimate, but the melee fan base wants melee there, and they're very vocal about where's melee. <laughs> So it always took up two slots that I felt like could have gone to other games that could have used the um the attention. Like Skullgirls could have used that attention. Fair, plus the stench I imagine would have been just absolutely knockout. Yeah, uh, and and the, the shit in pools as well. Not not <laughs> not a great time. 
<laughs> oh, also uh, should mention oh, that uh, Evo will be running the weekend of uh, August 5th through the 7th. Oh, yeah. Def- definitely should have mentioned that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, at Las Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Vegas at the uh, Mandalay um, Bay Resort. Mandalay they Casino. Also, they, they also mentioned that this year's venue is going to be 50% bigger than the last time they were there. So that's, that's very good. They need the space. Well, they haven't mm. been there in the last two or three years because of the pandemic. Yeah, wow. no. They've been they doing it online. They, no, they did online last year, and they skipped huh. the year before, but 20, 2019, I think, was the last time they did it in person, and that was at Mandalay Bay as well, so it's going to be 50% bigger than the, when they were did the 2019 event. Cool. Uh, next up on the list, we had the State of Play today, this morning, in fact. Um, I know very little about these games, so I might just have some combination of the two of you like just laundry list it a little bit and maybe pick a couple that you want to talk about but i don't know that we're going to spend a huge amount of time on these some of these will just quickly rattle off but i saw i I, i've got a good idea on most of these that's um uh that i can give a brief overview for the ones that we do need a brief overview on so starting off starting off capcom announced exo primal which is going to which is uh, not (laughs) skip i i think this is i think this looks pretty neat uh but a lot of people were very disappointed because they thought this was going to be dino crisis because it's full of dinosaurs and there's a red-headed a red-haired woman main character so it seems like it's set up for dino crisis it's horizon zero dawn um yeah uh this is going to be a five-player co-op game where you go against hordes of dinosaurs but five players what weird number um, yeah, it's. Uh, is usually, that no? Is that is that just me, or is that like weird mobile levels? It's or it's, it's the perfect number for split screen. What do you mean? <laughs> it's it's because we're so used to four players, but yeah, this is like a squad of five. Um, they uh, but they also said that like as you're doing uh, these uh, these levels, you'll also be like competing against other teams doing the same level as you, and like you're just trying to get off missions that are randomly generated to outdo them. So it's kind randomly of like generated a, missions on Minism. Oh boy! It's, so so it's going to be like a competitive using co-op all, game. It's it's using all the the right buzzwords that's triggering me in a way that's. I, I bet it revolting. uses blockchain and AI too. Oh, I can't wait to get some NFTs. This seems like a very remember that Evolve game that came in in like 2014. Yeah, I remember Evolve. Yeah. It seems mm. um, just judging by that description because I had no because I it did not register in my mind when I was reading the catch up. Um, from this but yeah skip next <laughs> I, I i can't wait to play extra primal for the small price of 20 bucks and then pay 400 dollars in dlc i think it'll be worth 80 australian dollars yeah we're not you're not you're banned from making points of reference big fella <laughs> maybe when maybe when dragon ball breakers comes out <laughs> okay so so quick laundry list ghostwire tokyo was shown just another recap trailer to say hey this is coming out in a couple skip. of weeks Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. No, no, I, I want. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I, I want to mention that this is this is a demo dropped, which has the first three levels of the game. Demo's on Xbox. Skip. No, it is. I uh, know it's not that, that. This new one's only for PS4 and PS5. No, no, it's on everything. It's because it's a, just a straight up a snippet from the, the start of the game that you can transfer to save over. It's only not on PC at the moment. Oh, the article I read said it was only on. Hmm. Maybe that article fabled, was because a fabled, maybe that article was assuming because it was on the state of play, but no, they've they've put it on both consoles. All right, then it looks like I will download it because I missed the last demo because I downloaded it and got lazy. Yeah, no, and 
having uh, having this maybe we shouldn't skip this one <laughs> yeah no and having uh, having the save transfer to the full game is also a good thing because it's getting people invested in trying out this demo i'm already seeing people on my twitter timeline talking about the story and i want to get into this but i gotta play elden ring first <laughs> yeah i got you there yeah and this is why i want to try and finish elden ring before next week because stranger of paradise comes out next friday Mm. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was made by the people that made Neo. So you might pretty much be getting a Elden Ring sort of type of style. Yeah, uh, yeah, very Neo-ish. It's more action than it is like hardcore kill you sort of thing. But yeah, uh, also for spoken, uh, anyway. just quickly showed up. Uh, <laughs> Woo! Yeah, uh, Gundam Evolution, a um, a hero shooter for the Gundam games. Uh, I don't Gund- know what I think Woo. about this. No. <laughs> Gundam Overwatch. Yeah, boy. It's what it seems like. I, I don't know about your guys' interaction with the Gundam sort of fandom. Um, it seems like this should definitely be set in space with big space battles, but there isn't. I think this is more on space colonies than in space. But, but yeah. it's in, like, horror, hallways and corridors. Like, it didn't really seem as open as if I thought. Yeah. Um, um, maybe if we see more, they might have more open stuff. But, yeah, this is more going towards that, like, competitive hero shooter sort of angle than it is, like, uh, open battlefield sort of thing and they do mm. lots they do a lot of um open battlefield gundam games so yeah they, they, there's like what those gundam warriors games um and i remember yeah. playing ps2 one and, and uh, i was like what the fuck this is garbage and i just i didn't understand it there's also that really long title one that's like maxi burst on uh that's like a full 3d arena uh competitive oh, yeah, one it's, yeah it's close to like the custom robo series yeah yeah so they do a lot of those type of games. So this is probably mm. them trying something different for once. Yeah, uh, and also, as a follow-up to the Final Fantasy, um, it is available on the Xbox. I was incorrect. This article has now been updated. You can get it for whoa, Xbox. Whoa, breaking, breaking news. <laughs> yep, I've since downloaded it due to the <laughs> magics of remote downloading. <laughs> from, the, from the middle of the football pitch. Yep. So the Panthers have won, and Final Fantasy is also, demo is available on the Xbox. And uh, it, I, I'm, I'm excited for you to talk about it next week. <laughs> yes. Well, let's see if I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, next up on the next list. Next up on the list, though. Yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection. This is a collection of uh, 13 games, I think it was. So, Skip. No, this this is pretty fun because they're also adding online for all the like beat 'em up games and everything. So this this could be a lot of fun look, for people to enjoy these type of games. Look, I'm just gonna say it. I know this isn't going to be very popular when I say it. Beat maps are fucking shit. They're not you're, fun. You are extremely wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's, they're not fun. Hi, Hotline Miami. Uh, would like would like to know your location. I wouldn't have called Hotline Miami a beat em up. Um, I'd call it close. You're right. Mm. It wasn't the best example, but it's probably the closest thing to a beat em up that I've played recently. Yeah, that Look, I can think of. Anyway. I, I'm just I'm just excited to do sewer surfing with the boys. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a beat em up so it's alright uh, that was a beat em up Donatello game and... was it? yes uh-huh. maybe I, I mean I have I saw like of the 17 games I know 3 of them and I get the feeling that they might have all blended into 1 um, so maybe not <laughs> I mean hey re- reading is hard right that's the theme of this episode but it's not even reading it's how watching the like the trailer I'm, like, I'm so busy with all these demos and these reading football games eyes. going on and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, low, it's really. hard to keep track of everything it's, it's true. It's true. Too busy hitting the skip uh, button. 
maybe if you didn't sleep for everything, you'd maybe actually see what the games are. Maybe if they captured my interest, but, right? But but speaking of sleep, uh, Gigabash, I have no idea what this is. I saw the trailer Skip. and it's like this weird, like, um, for, uh, competitive um, monster game. No idea what this is. Just saying, hey, this showed up. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R got um. We made it, baby! Yeah, Joe uh, Bros, we won again. It it's uh, it looks like that they're doing a big upgrade to this game because it looks like they're adding um assist characters to the battle system. They've mentioned that they're overhauling the battle system to make it more like a proper fighting game. Uh it looks like it's running at 60 FPS now, which is good because the PS3 version ran at 30 FPS and oh, 30 frames. Oh, oh. 30 frame fighting game is yeah, horrible. 30 frames and then one person does like one move and it's like, okay, you're a 15. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen also a couple of leaks for this. A couple of like new characters are leaked as well. I think Prosciutto from Part Five, and uh, I can't read his name. The guy who has Red Hot Chili Pepper. From yeah, part so four. he's leaked he, as well. Yeah, uh, Mr. Um, Chili. Yes, the miss. That's Mr. Pepper. Oh, my bad. Be- because um, at Eyes of Heaven came after this, and that had around fifty characters. And this is saying they're going to have over fifty characters. So people are already like kind of predicting that. They're just going to backport the characters from Eyes of Heaven to this. So whatever characters were in Eyes of Heaven will probably be in this. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, next up, Trek to Yomi was a interesting looking samurai game. I I can't... I didn't get a lot of details on this. Um, but it looks really cool from what I saw. Uh, and it seems like very story heavy as well. God, I... I should have watched that trailer again before coming into this because that did look really cool. I'm doing it a disservice by going, yeah, it, I, I liked it. I can't Skip tell you up. what it I'm, was. I, I'm pretty sure most of us would have played Samurai and Elden Ring. So what's it doing differently? Uh, being more like traditional Samurai than Elden Ring Samurai. Wait, I, is that not based on historical? Ac- what the fuck? From I, I software, have you been lying to me? I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't think Samurais were in... Uh, med- Western medieval settings. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to have to go and, go and have a bit of a suck about that. <laughs> uh, next up, Returnal is getting an update where they're adding co-ops to the game and doing an Skip. endless tower mode. Uh, I think co-op for that game is a really smart idea. <laughs> Cram it, Steve. <laughs> Spoiler alert for the rest of these, Skip. We, we talked about JoJo. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever play Returnal, Seth? I didn't because it's still a bit too high-priced for me. But, and they had a b- bunch of bug problems as well. Yeah, um, a lot of the updates have uh, been fixing those bug problems and putting in a save feature so people don't lose their three hours of progress. Yeah, I always found <laughs> that very strange. Yeah, that would have been good. It, it it was it was a developer artistic decision, but it was a stupid decision. <laughs> um, Great. And the final two announcements are Square Enix going, look, we released Babylon's Fall, but please forget about it and think of other Square Enix games. Uh, first up oh. is the, the Diofield Chronicle, which is a strategy real, uh, a simulated real-time strategy game where I don't know how to explain this, honestly. It's something you need to watch to kind of get an idea for, but it's a very tactic-heavy game, go, real-time strategy uh, it's the main thing that I wanted to point out for this game is that it's um it's being written by the person that did the Fire Emblem Awakening and Fire Emblem Fates set stories. Yeah, so that was a that was a story. Yeah, so I I liked Awakening, but Fates is dog shit. So this has a fifty fifty chance of being good or bad. 
<laughs> at least in the story I department. Realize, I didn't even realize Babylon's Fall was out. <laughs> yeah, no, Babylon's Fall came out like yeah, a couple days after Elden Ring. Yeah, it's uh, not very popular. Bum, 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 bum. And the last game is Valkyrie Elysium, which is a new game in the Valkyrie series that Square Enix hasn't touched in a long time. Uh, being developed by the people that did uh, they did some help on No More Heroes 3 and they also did the Samurai Jack game that came out a couple of years ago uh, it looks pretty interesting a really bad art style though like looks really cheap it's, but gameplay wise it looks pretty interesting uh, going more towards an action RPG rather than a turn based RPG uh, not a lot on this either but it looks pretty good from the trailer they showed and that's it for the state of play. Sweet. Uh, next up on the list, we have news from Kotaku. We've finished all the Gamatsu stuff. Uh, that Nintendo has decided to indefinitely delay the Advanced Wars game after the whole Russia invading Ukraine thing. I have some thoughts on this. I I guess, well, what, what, what's your take on this, uh, Steve? Um, I can sort of see both sides. Like, it is in bad taste, sort of, delay a war game and there's on an ongoing invasion of another country but then at the same time i hate to be that kind of guy but there's been conflict in the world for most of the 21st century and is it only because of western nations sort of been invaded that it's getting a lot more attention it just sort of seems like it's weird uh we sort of care about these people getting invaded so well we're just doing like a token gesture type of thing i they could have done really anything else. Like they could have donated a couple of profits to Ukraine. It just seems like delaying it, just sort of oh, pushing it down the, the trail type of thing. And realistically, some people might have been looking forward to this as sort of a escapism way. So yeah, and yeah, a it's, lot it's of weird. other game developers are just pulling games from Russia specifically instead of and I, outright I, pulling I, things. I understand so, that. That makes sense. Pulling them from Russia, but in a weird sort of roundabout way that is sort of a, a borderline private sector sanction. But, yeah, delaying it in, indefinitely as well? I don't know, it's a bit weird. Um, shame if you're looking yeah. forward to this game. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in a similar boat to where you are, Steve, because the this, um, yeah, I'm probably not going to be able to add too much to what you said. You, you sort of hit most of my talking points. And, yeah, it's kind of like, all right, there is a conflict going on in the world. So when would be a good time to release this game because there's kind of always a conflict going on? Or yeah, threats of uh, conflicts. Yeah. yeah. And the the other thing I'd say is that this uh this is a very similar or at least the first thing that sprang to my mind about this one. Uh, I'm not gonna spend too long on this, but uh Motorstorm Apocalypse. Uh that was uh stopped or delayed by I think six months or a year by Evolution Studios because it coincided inconveniently with the earthquakes in New Zealand and Japan. And I I don't know. I I can kind of see the both sides argument as well, but it's sort of like it's a video game. You you play a video game to you know, like you don't generally play a video game to be like, "Oh man, I bet this is exactly like what's happening in Ukraine or I bet this this racing mm. game in a post-apocalyptic world is exactly like being in downtown Christchurch right now because it's not." And it's I don't know. I I'm I'm kind of on the fence. I'm kind of on the side of like if you don't want to play it then don't play it 
but don't hold everyone else hostage because you don't want to play it kind of thing. And I feel like that's more where they're catering to with this decision. Uh... I don't, I don't mean that to sound cruel, and I don't want that to be like a, a horribly out-of-touch take, but I don't know. It's kind of like when you hear an offensive joke by a comedian. It's like, all right, you can either cancel it, I guess, or try to, or just move on. And I feel like this is kind of a similar vein of like, yeah, shit happens in the world. Shit's always happening in the world. Like, would would any game involving a virus be delayed because of all the people that the coronavirus has killed? Probably that's not. that's sort of interesting I, though because I, I think something did remember. happen with The Last of Us over that actually. Oh, that was sort of did it. I just remember. I think The Last of Us that. Two got delayed a little bit because of the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, that just no, might no, have hang been. Hang on, well, that is that because of though. like yeah, is that because of like labor issues or is that because of the content? I'm thinking specifically about content. But there was that. There, so there was that Rainbow Six game, which was called Quarantine. That was announced in 2019. And it was supposed to come out in 2020. Um, they saw the writing on the world. I think it's Ubisoft was the publisher, and I was yeah, like, "Oh Ubisoft shit, is, is maybe Six. it's uh, yeah. yeah, maybe it's not appropriate to call something quarantine while the world is the world is in quarantine." And I think they renamed it to extra- Extraction. Yeah, um, something I, like I think that. It, and it came out like because they had to go and redo everything um because there was a lot of okay this is very close to a global pandemic type of thing that sort of ease off the break um yeah it's strange times blades yeah i mean I don't, I, yeah, i'm just one yeah. guy like you know yeah. i if it comes out and i buy it maybe it comes out and i don't buy it but i i don't know it seems a little pandery to be like oh no we don't want to we, we want to be really like sensitive towards like these hot button issues where it's like right but <laughs> but you've made yourself you know? a hot button by doing this a little I, bit a little bit i i think i think it's appropriate for the beginning of the conflicts to like okay everything's just started let's push it back a little bit but making it indefinite and not sure when it's going to come out seems a bit iffy well not yeah. iffy but like there's no concrete plans now, and that's putting... A lot of people were very excited for this, no matter where they were. And like you guys said, it's it's a video game. People would be using this as an escapist tool. Um, and just pushing it back to a point where we don't know when it'll come out seems like, um, seems like a bit of a bummer. But yeah, because the whole conflict just started up, I understand wanting to push it back until... Uh, things. If if things move over, weirdly, just a fi- final comment just about the the most apocalypse one. I was I was looking super forward to that, and we in like the weirdest sense possible because I, it was like a distraction from from what was otherwise a shitty situation unfolding in Christchurch. So I don't know. The Japan thing was definitely bigger, but uh, yeah, I'm I imagine even in. Uh, I imagine there will be some people out there that are closer to the Russia-Ukraine conflict that will be disappointed with this decision. But anyway, I don't want to say too much more about it. Uh, any other thoughts from you two? Or should we move on? No, we can move on. Yeah, but just my my last comment is maybe Nintendo is making this a big brain move because it's not ready. Um, and they just yeah. sort of like, this is the excuse. <laughs> it needs needs more time in the oven. Oh, we have yeah. the perfect excuse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, anyway, next up on the list, um, the, the the darker side of the state of play announcements today. 
Uh, we have uh, eight more women coming out against Sony. Uh, Sony, you might remember from such bangers as, uh, hey, Activision Blizzard, you should really stop mistreating women in the workplace. And immediately getting sued right afterwards. And, and, and also having a, was it like a vice president that was like, weirdly into kids yeah that too <laughs> like god damn it guys <laughs> how hard how hard is it in 2022 to be a game studio and not be sexist <laughs> that's uh, that's all i want to know apparently impossible yeah it's not it's not looking good is it that's the, an industry these, thing yeah these sort of allegations come from every studio at this point i just yeah. i i think it's the finger pointing that gets me it's like you know, Activision Blizzard goes down on a ball of flames, which it didn't, but, you know, for like a briefest period of time, he thought it might. And everyone comes out like, oh, oh, God, that's terrible. Like Sony comes out like big dick swinging like, oh, God, that that's terrible. We would, we absolutely strive to be an equitable workplace. And then, and then people in Sony are like, hey, we've been mistreated ba- on the basis of like being women. And Sony's like, can we just throw that case out or? <laughs> no, it's different. It doesn't count for us. We're all right. Fuck, I'm just, I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. Although, we didn't mention it last week. Activision Blizzard didn't make the news. We really should have made a bigger deal yeah. about that, but it didn't make the news. It didn't this week either. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, it's more it last week because it's the first it, break in a while. Yeah, it could have. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the I, longer the longer we wait, the bigger the bombshell's going to be. Yeah, well, the, the problem is, I think you're right. Um, anyway, this this talks about how um, yeah, as I mentioned, there was a case that came up as a um, in November uh, last thing year against yeah by a former employee, and Sony tried to get the case thrown out. And uh, as how a lot of these things go, when they try and sweep it under the rug, a whole lot of other similar stories come out to corroborate the first one and strengthen the the, the case. So fuck me, guys. How like just why? Yes, um, so yeah, uh, I think they the... were trying to get it struck out because they were trying to say, look, no one else has come out about these sort of things happening. Which, this... what? Bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, they were trying to make it like, uh, they were trying to pin it on her, like, I don't want to say making shit up, but like her being a one-time deal. And so maybe her experience wasn't conducive with like how the PlayStation Studios actually are. And yeah. now we've got yeah. more evidence that, no, this is just how the studio is. Yeah, eight more women, in fact. Uh, yeah, I don't want to spend too long on this. It's shitty. Yeah, I'm it's, sick of reading it's about the same sort of yeah. um, It's the same sort of accounts of, like, um, uh, sexual harassment, uh, gender wage uh, gender wage cap. Uh, allegedly, allegedly porn week, was also involved at some point. Yeah, uh, Discrimination porn, against pregnant women as well. Common one. Happy and, International uh, Women's Day. Yeah, happy international women's yeah. day. Fucking god. Anyway, uh to end the news segment on lighter news, well, fuck maybe not, you be the judge. Um, there was a whole bunch of primarily indie developers, I'm pretty sure, that got together and wanted to raise some money for Ukraine. So they put together a great big bundle of like a thousand fucking items uh on itch.io as a bundle for Ukraine. You you can Google it pretty easily. Uh, with the goal of raising $4 million and you only have to chip in 10 US bucks or, you know, as much as you want to donate. Uh, and they, as of checking it right now, have made $3,401,000, which is pretty good going. We have uh, 85% of the goal, 233,765 people have bought into it. Average donation is $14.55, which is great because that's above the $10 minimum. Uh, and the top contributor was 9 k So... 
Mm. Yeah, if you want to do something for Ukraine and pick up a bunch of... I'm not going to sing praises to any of these games because I know none of them, but I'm sure there's. I believe Superhot was on that list, and Superhot oh, is yeah, something Super I've been wanting to play for a long time. Good point. Superhot is the one that I did recognize in this, but I mean, a few of them look good. I just I haven't played any of them other than Superhot. But yeah, go check it out, and if nothing else, think of it as a donation to the um, shitty situation over in Eastern Europe right now. Uh, but that is the end of the news for this week. Um, I guess we'll just move on to the audience question. Uh, Anony Moose writes in uh, saying, Hey Kings, big fan. Uh, what is your favorite minigame uh, in a game and why? Uh, I think this question is getting at uh, trying to figure out something that isn't part of the, the main gameplay loop, but is like a uh, like a separate offering. Is that kind of... Yeah, like, like how we define just, just a side distraction that comes up in the middle of a... The general gameplay loop I'd find. Look, I'm gonna yeah. uh, look. I'm gonna be real honest with you, fellas. It's Gwent, isn't it? It's fucking Gwent. <laughs> oh. I was waiting for that. I knew someone would bring up Gwent. Not Gwent, but Triple Triad. Oh fuck! Or Pizark. It's this fucking thing um, <laughs> from Knights of the Old Republic too. Um, it. I I was a really big fan back in like the PS2 Xbox era, like during loading screens, you'd press the button really fast and it would, something would happen in the loading screen. Oh, yeah, all the Dragon Ball games had something yeah, like that in there. Like, yeah, there's a Master Roshi one, and if you spin the the, the uh, thumbstick around, he would rotate around. There was a Yamcha one which uh, spawned blocks and you had to move the analog stick into directions yeah. on them to break them. Yeah, didn't oh. those end up going away because uh, things like Capcom copyrighted them so you couldn't do them anymore or something like that? I don't know. I remember he's here reading some story about it three years ago and it sort of fell out of my brain. It just seemed very scummy practice that it went away. But at the same time, there's no loading screens these days anyway. The next yeah, but it would have been so. very useful for the PS4 and Xbox uh, One generation where loading screens were very yeah. bad. I don't know. I prefer my elevators. <laughs> um, but yeah, is there anything... Does anything beat Gwent? Half of the Yakuza games, like with the golf and the darts. Oh, man, um, the armor... The... The um, uh, miniature racings in um, uh, in uh, Kiwami, Yakuza yeah, Zero those... and Kiwami. Yeah, and Kiwami. Yeah, those are fucking sick. Oh, those are so, so good. Yeah, those are great. Bury those children in those uh, pocket circuit, circuit yeah. races. Fuck that, yeah. Those are really good, actually. Uh, the karaoke and um, uh, the dancing in the Yakuza games as well. Yeah, those are good as well. Honestly, the karaoke is pretty up there because I love how midway through they just break out into this absurd situation like... Uh, singing uh, uh, 24 Hour Cinderella with Majima and then it just breaks out into him in like a roller derby with uh, five other people dancing around in uh, jumpsuits. Yeah, it is pretty good. Uh, all the fishing from most JRPGs are sometimes alright. I like the fishing in Akami. Haven't played Akami. A- Akami is a very good game. Yeah, I've got it. You, you, you should. It's, it's on the list. It's on the list. It, it, is, it is a very good trilogy of games. Packed into Zelda one game. game. Oh, I was going to say, what? Um, yeah, all the Zelda games have good fishing. Every fucking JRPG has a fishing minigame now. How are you feeling on this question, Pat? I, I just can't think of a game that has... Like, I'm, I'm just trying to... Like, even just recently, I'm trying to think of something that's had a minigame in it. Um, how, about some of, running... how, how about some of the old ratchets, like the racing in the ratchet games or the Colosseums? Yeah, that, that, that springs to mind. But the problem is I don't count that. Like, the racing account is quite different, but the Colosseums is basically just the same gameplay loop 
Yeah, in but a in a place. Yeah, in a like um, anime rush sort of situation. I was I was trying to think of uh, the name of that Final Fantasy VIII card game. Triple um, Triad. Oh, that one was Triple Triad. Yeah. Well, I was going to say that my favorite mini game would be Final Fantasy VIII because the main game is Triple Triad. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. No, Triple yeah, Triad in uh, Final Fantasy VIII and Final Fantasy XIV are at the top of the list as well. Uh, like that, four, that, that, fourteen, you, you're just in an MMO world, and like randomly, you'll come across characters that have a little card over their head, and it's like, "Hey, do you want to fight me for a triple triad card?" And it's like, <laughs> "Yes, I will stop the story to face you." Or um, me getting fresh off the boat in Assassin's Creed Three and losing all my money to a street gambler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, for that dumbass so. shell game. To like um, Nine Man Morris or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Would I you guys consider? So this is something that I saw a meme of the other day. You know not, how when you're good. in... Yeah, well, say I'm not really sure what I felt about it. When I saw it, I laughed. And, like, now it's sort of been in the back of my mind. Um, so how, you guys have played Fallout before, haven't you? I have not. Oh, uh, which no. one? Because I've only uh, played a little bit of Fallout 3 and New Vegas. Oh, well, well, 3, New Vegas, and 4. Um, there's like a... When you're hacking into a terminal, it almost becomes like a like a Wordle minigame. Oh, like okay. Yeah, so you've got like... I think it's like three or four tries, depending on your skill level. And it'll be like, oh, okay, some of the harder things will have like eight letters and you've got like a bunch to choose from. And it will show you like how many words are correct and stuff. And I've always really enjoyed that. And it's sort of very close to Wordle. Um, but if you get them all wrong, you can get locked out of the thing. And you can get like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, shit. And you There's really only get like three or four tries. Bioshock also had their hacking minigame, which was Pipes. Yeah, those are sick as well. Um, yeah, that was really yes, good. Yes, that, that was quite an enjoyable minigame, actually. I liked that one. Um, I was also thinking of uh, in Sly 3, there are a bunch of, I guess you'd call them mini games. Yeah, Sly being, 3 is full of mini games. And being variants to the the main game that you play. Or, I mean, Little Big Planet might be straying the line a little bit, but the, the Little Big Planet, um, I mean, Little Big Planet 2 has a bunch of mini games that were also really fun. I don't, there's not one that sticks out. I think the one that's the, the, the only one that really sticks out for me would be Triple Triad. And then there's me monsters like uh, my favorite mini game in, in, is Math because I play Monster Hunter. Um, I like Blitzball in Final Fantasy X. I've, I haven't played it, but I have, I have, I've had a few friends that have really liked that minigame as well. But yeah, I think otherwise it would be like Sly 3 or something for me. But there's yeah. no one that sticks out. It's just like the ship battles were sick. The planes were sick. The cops and robbers mode was sick. Like The one that sticks out for me in Sly 3 is fun. where you have to uh, do the pirate talk minigame. Yeah. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> what? Uh, so you get into like this um, uh, rap battle with a pirate and you got to... Uh, he he says some stuff, and you got to pick from three responses that like a pirate talk, but you also got to rhyme them to out rap him. Oh, ah, yeah. okay. It's it's like it's like a it's like a diss track that you're making on the fly. It's pretty fun. It's like your mother was a dirty, thieving landlubber. You're like, yes, <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> got him. <laughs> ah, cool. Yeah, but yeah, Slight, also Sly Sly is a children's game, so it's all very safe. PC, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's fun. It's fun to play. Insert your own swears. <laughs> do you do you have a favorite slur? Let us know. <laughs> Please don't let us know. Please don't. We we are not we are not accepting the gamer word right now. Oh, okay, that's it. I'm calling it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say I'd say Sly Three, but there's no one mini game that sticks out. I just really like all the mini games in Sly Three. Um, Steve, oh, final answer. Oh, there's one more I want to add, and that's in um. We mentioned it before, but JoJo Eyes of Heaven had a mini game where you got to play poker with Darby and you got to try and out cheat him. Oh yeah, that was good. That was a good one. Yeah, so that that's also a good one to mention. Oh, and before I forget, uh, Pokey, uh, uh, the the uh, slot wheels in Pokemon, so I can get an early Dratini. 
Oh god, I was as soon as as soon as I heard Pokey, I suddenly thought about that, like the Pokey the Pokey machines in Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a shame god. that they like, yeah. they stopped them after. I think Gen Five, wasn't it? I think they stopped them uh, after Gen Two. No, Gen no, Five. No, Gen Three had uh, Marvel Game Corner. Yeah, oh, and Gen okay. Four. Gen Four was in the Heart Home or Bailstone, I think. And then they're um, like, "Wait a second, we shouldn't be advertising gambling to kids." <laughs> no, it was like due to the <laughs> That's Europe- what loot boxes are for. It was the European um, rating system changed, and because it had some elements of gambling, it couldn't be given E anymore. Oh, and I was right. Like, no. Yeah, so that's why they took it out of everything, which is a fucking shit thing. But it is what it is. Uh, anyway, so back back on topic. Steve, final answer. Gwent. Gwent. Fair. Hundred uh, percent. So- I put so many fucking hours to Gwent. Uh, triple triad. Nice. Uh, well, the, oh, yeah, Sly 3, but no That's a game, game but... Particular. Yeah, but Sly, <laughs> Sly 3 is a game full of minigames. It is. Uh, I don't know, the, the planes. The planes one was sick. Fucking love the planes. The, the why, did nobody say, why did nobody say Mario Party then? Because because you've got to pick okay, a favorite minigame from Mario Party. Yeah, fucking, n- name, a, name a Mario Party minigame. Bumper that balls. One that, that one that gave everybody those wrist problems. <laughs> <laughs> so all of Mario, Mario Party won. at the Olympic Games. <laughs> that's a mini game one as well. Oh, the snow, the, the dream snowboarding event from the first Winter Sonic and Mario at the Olympic Games was very good. Oh, where, where you're that, racing down Radical Highway, I absolutely loved that, that. That's just Mario Kart, though, isn't it? Basically. <laughs> well, if you really want snowboarding, it, which is better. <laughs> if you really want to think about it, isn't all game a mini game in the big, big scheme of this game called life? No, it, if we're play, no, because if we're playing the game called Life, aren't all video games just mini games? <laughs> I, mm. I was about to, I was about to, I was about to uh, go against what he was saying, and then he finished his sentence, and I was like, "Shit, I don't have a comeback." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he might be right. So. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, I think that hopefully answers the question, Anonymous. Uh, if you or someone that you know has a question you'd like us to answer, let us know. Uh, get in touch with us at fasttravellounge at gmail.com fast travel, uh, at fasttravellounge on Twitter minus one of the L's in the middle or fasttravellounge on Facebook but to that end uh, this brings us to the end of episode 15 uh, is there any big things coming up next week that you want to preempt people for other than the part 3 of the phone saga from Yusef uh, no as far as I know I'll mostly Elden be playing Ring. Yeah, mostly be playing Elden Ring. If I finish it fast enough, I'll play Final Fantasy 1 before Stranger of Paradise comes out. Elden Ring. Uh, fair enough. And I uh, answered. Steve, what about you? Wouldn't you play Final Fantasy 1 after? Because it's Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise. Anyway, um, let's discuss it next week, I guess. Um, yeah, probably. Hopefully I'll get through Dark Souls. Um, I'm probably going to... I've got like, what, three or four games left on my PS4 I want to play before the... The console goes to the the big uh, graveyard in the sky. That's the last so the EB games the trade in. Well, I don't know. It's like the PS4 Slim. I'm not really sure. Like, I'm not even sure if it fucking works. It hasn't been on in like a year. Um, not since I played Neo. Um, so yeah, I've got to play the Last of Us one, two, and Shadow of the Colossus, and then I'm thinking it's it's gone. Um, will I get a PS5? Probably not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's right. economy. It, yeah, it, it needs it needs a game that's worth buying first. Well, so my, well, my rule for buying well, a new console is it needs to have... it. I need to be able to make up the game, the console price in games, um, which is about 2.5 games in the current fucking game market. Yeah. but yeah. Let me, which, let me put it to you another way. Would you rather have a PS5 or a full tank of gas? <laughs> full tank of gas, <laughs> I guess. The gas prices right now? Yeah, the full tank of gas. Yeah, give me that petty. Um, and my car does need to be filled off the moment and fucking putting that off. Oh, 
Look, look when it's two dollars, anyway. when it's two dollars a liter, you put it off as much as you can. Two dollars, fucking Jesus, two dollars a liter. I, I, I'd, I'd fucking crawl over broken glass to get two dollars a liter. I mean, we're, we're talking about the, we're talking about Australian price, so let's let's convert that real quick. What is it in New Zealand? Uh, it's it's like. Actually, shit. I might end up eating my words here. I'm pretty sure it's like at least three bucks a liter here. Okay, then yeah, it's way it's way more because uh, our two dollars a liter is would be your two fourteen. Yeah, yeah, I know. Australian dollar isn't doing that well. Um, fucking hell, three dollars uh, a liter. Jesus Christ. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, no, it's over three dollars a liter. <laughs> well, where you got to drive? Fuck to? Off. I just walk everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> catch the bus. At, at, at what price? <laughs> anyway, well, there's a fifty dollar uh, cap for buses and public transport here a week, and then you get the rest of the travel for the week free. Well, we can't all live in partially worse countries, can we? So, anyway, I uh, got wildly <laughs> off topic. Thank you for joining us uh, through episode fifteen. We hope you've had fun. Uh, as you know, as you just heard, there's plenty of stuff to look forward to in episode sixteen. But until then, you've been listening to the Fast Travel Lounge. I've been Patrick. I've been joined by Seth and Steve. Hopefully Josh is back next week. And we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. God, I hope I finished Elden Ring by then. Happy Mario Day, everyone. 